well. <laughs> I'm gonna name you Kodo. You get a name too, Podo. Kodo and Podo. My friends. And begin. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Fast Day with Films. What's going <laughs> See how on, quick everybody? That could yeah. <laughs> we, we realized we, we, were just, been, we were just we gingerly been, moving along yeah. and all of a sudden, oh, you got to perform now. Yeah. <laughs> we were just having a pod before it was even yeah. recorded. So. <laughs> no, I had just mentioned, so I'm just going to continue with what I was saying there before we started well, this thing. I'm sure people the, uh, are on their Do you know they started seats? the... Uh, They've started pre-production Who's for they? Austin Powers Four oh, already. Really? I didn't oh, even wow. know they were doing it. That's awesome. Yeah, I was just—I happened to look up Mike Myers because I had like yesterday. Uh, well, I watched because uh, I've been watching a bunch of movies. I mentioned last time uh, that I've been on like a movie streak because my girl's out of town, and if I'm gonna have stuff in the background, I might as well be movies. And I've been watching some incredible ones, but the one I watched yesterday—I watched Bohemian Rhapsody yesterday. Oh yeah, holy crap, dude! I heard it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. The the ending. They they almost redo the well. It takes it up to uh, it takes it all the way. It's obviously a biop, but it takes it up to the live. <laughs> That's just great that you ordered it. Like that. Yeah, 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 I know, right? It's such a great movie. This the ending. <laughs> no, they just take it up to the Live Aid concert. Uh-huh, That's yeah. kind of where they take it up yeah. through. But they have those actors play like four songs in a row like it's i'm like are they playing the whole live aid set mm-hmm. and I, apparently the live aid set was like six so i think they dropped two of them but it was absolutely incredible and obviously that rami malik was amazing in it but there's a guy that's playing the asshole uh, uh record producer record producer and they have a whole scene with them and they're telling them what they want to do and, and then it goes to another <laughs> I scene i think record producer and asshole are the same yeah one. I know. <laughs> especially when you're like big, Head of Columbia Records or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> you could have just said record but producer. It was uh, it's the British, wherever uh, they were doing it over there. Uh, and I'm watching him in the whole scene. He looks kind of like Ron Swanson, but he's got like a thick beard and dark glasses and everything. Mm. And he's got the uh, <clears throat> the English accent, and I'm watching it. And I'm. It took me about. I had already watched the scene with him, and then it took me about five minutes into the scene when he started getting angry and yelling. I'm like, holy crap! It's Mike Myers. Oh wow! It, never in a fucking clue, and I thought, how great was that that they put him in that because he basically revitalized the band, I, you know, during Wayne's World. That's it, so he, funny. He literally changed that band. <laughs> He's like, no one's gonna shake their head in a car to yeah. that song. See, yeah. that's hilarious. I, I had a client I was talking with yesterday about that, and he said, like, oh, I don't want to ruin anything, but like Mike Myers has a special <laughs> and it's great. I didn't. Um, care. And, <laughs> I didn't think it was that big of a thing because I could have went the whole movie without realizing it was him. Right, but <laughs> I even told him I. I said, you know, I swear that, like, due to Wayne's world, yeah. they got this second life that oh, they would have never gotten. You know what I, I mean? wonder like, how much money Brian May made since the, the release guy of they movie. got to play Brian May looked so much like him. They all it was insane. They all really did look, do a great job. But the guy with the you know the curly hair mm-hmm. that's Brian May. Yeah, right? yeah the guitar player. Uh, he was amazing. The the guy that plays the bass. And I knew what he looked like because I've seen him in recent stuff. Uh, I had already been amazed by the fact that he's older now and doing films because for a while no one realized it. But the bass player is the little kid from Jurassic Park. Really? Uh, and he's just all grown up and he looks just like that guy too. <laughs> Three. <laughs> uh, 
he was uh but that movie was phenomenal i watched that i watched jumanji and then which was awesome it was just how the which trailer jumanji? was the, the latest welcome one? to the jungle yeah the, oh, the latest the, one in theater no that no? doesn't come until like christmas oh. somewhere around christmas but uh and then the other one was that i finished that valerian in the city of a thousand plants which i fucking loved i watched mm-hmm. but i watching it you could be like half people are gonna hate this fucking mm-hmm. movie because it's just it's um Mentioned it last time. Who was the guy that did? Uh, oh, Luke Basson. So you know Luke Basson. Very stylistic. He's very stylish. You think Fifth Element? I'm, through this whole thing, I'm thinking Fifth Element crossed with uh, Guillermo del Toro. Do you remember on Hellboy Two when it's they go like to the clocks and stuff? Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> gears, gears. Yeah, but Guillermo del Toro. I think do you remember clocks. in Hellboy? Uh, do you remember in Hellboy Two when they're going through the village of the trolls? Mm, and nah. it's all these creatures it's like it's like Star Wars cantina almost yeah. creature wise and that's how with the Valerian uh, and the thousand planets or something I just called it why, didn't it, why uh, do you think people wouldn't like it because they don't like it's, Luke it's strange it's, it's very stylistic but it's so great fantasy man and they created a whole world here and I, I fucking loved it uh, really really good I'd recommend it to anyone that likes fantasy films but uh, it's kind of people are on the fence either way I think I saw like the first twenty minutes of it and you should, turned it you off. You should stick with it I, because yeah. it is really good. Man. Is there a reason why that I think it wasn't the twenty first? You minute? didn't like the CG because it was all I, about the CG. I think that's what it was. The CG I think was, it was a little was just, weird. Yeah, I think that, and if I remember correctly, I wasn't a real fan of the storyline. Oh, the storyline was amazing. They I really, was excited about it, but yeah. then I was let down. I think you you got out a little too quick because the storyline was complex and mm-hmm. it was phenomenal. And Clive Owen had this huge kind of role in this movie of being like this guy. I do you like him? Yeah, he was so good as like the villain, and it was these two guys uh, or the two main characters, Dane DeHane and that Clea. Uh, Della Venehu is are playing perfect opposite each other. I, I liked it, but you would have to be careful who you recommended it to, probably. <laughs> <laughs> what else happened to you this last week? Yeah, this is a short week. We uh, we saw each other. Me and Justin saw a movie, though. Justin yeah. got to see... Ready Player One. Ready Player One. Dude. It's my second time watching it in the last five days. It was great. I loved it. Yeah? yeah. yeah. Would phenomenal. I like it? Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's, it's so Spielberg. It's, it's just it's great storytelling. Yeah, you know the the CGI is incredible, yeah. dude. That that um race, the car race, the car race was crazy, insane. And there's so much. Like I'm a very nostalgic person. Yeah, there's oh, so, so much. much. I mean, the whole movie is nostalgia. At, at least, I mean, you probably have to watch it 20 times to catch everything. Yeah, oh. I did see something this week. I'll Remind me, but the Spielberg, the <laughs> the Spielberg quality to it is what really brought it together. How they worked the real world with the CG, where three, four or five people have to accomplish this one thing from this clear villain character, and yeah. one of them goes in and puts himself in a situation where the other two have to help them, and then the other guy is doing his own thing. It's just it's it's fun, really now are the people well in real danger while they're in this universe. Not in the universe, but the problem is at it some point. Out. At some point, they realize that if we take people out in the real world, then we take them out in the uh, in right. the fantasy world. So yeah. it's, it's it's Spielberg, you know, and it's also based on one of the biggest graphic novels ever, that really? Ready Player One. Yeah, it's, so it's amazing. I just remember people getting excited about when it was announced. Yeah, that they were doing, and it. I, I should have seen it in the theater. I'm watching it. I'm like, not only should I seen it in the theater, but this is the movie I probably should have seen in 3D in yeah. the theater because it was that yeah. that. <clears throat> visceral of an experience. It was very well done. What movie did you see? Or yeah, you gonna... no, I was going to ask. I Dave. saw. Uh, I finally saw Wreck It Ralph too. <laughs> oh, nice! <laughs> He's yeah. such a big fan of the first yeah. one. Yeah. it was awesome. Just was it good? good? Absolutely good. great. That's awesome. It, it had almost had very little to do with the first one. With the first one, mm-hmm. they kept the Jane Just Lynch John's, character John's and the C and uh, Sarah Silverman. Yeah, they kept the Jane Lynch 
character. They kept some of the princesses I don't remember from who her game. She was like the warrior princess. Jane then Lynch, the, other, the other guy from 30 Rock, the assistant. The guy that works in the... Uh, yeah, the little uh, from Talladega Nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He, his character's still there. <laughs> I was gonna say the middle. He played the dentist in the in the TV show The Middle, but you oh, probably okay. wouldn't realize that. He's yeah. like the sword Excalibur. <laughs> He's that soft-spoken, skinny guy that works yeah. in the uh, lobby. Super country yeah. sounding. But they they put the internet in the in the uh, arcade that they all the games are in. Oh yeah, they put the internet in, and someone broke. The steering wheel on the game that uh, Sarah Silverman was in. Uh-huh. So he was like, he, they were like, go on eBay and try to find another thing. And they like went there, and it was like a thousand dollars for the steering wheel. So the guys like, oh, we're just gonna shut the game down. With so, her in it. With with her in it, or she was gonna get isolated. So like she's she got to go back to it. He's got to find so stuff. So the heat. They venture into. Don't tell the, us too much. They venture <laughs> into the internet. And then everything that's personified in the internet, like pop-up ads, is just yeah. a dude running up to you with a sign. <laughs> they just kept personifying the whole internet cool. thing. Yeah. And it was a that she goes into another game that she falls in love with. All right, all right, all right. I'm yeah. telling too much of the story here, man. <laughs> yeah, it sounds good, though. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. I was telling Dave about the... Uh, and I'm not one of those the, shi- the Shining scene in Ready Player One is oh, one of yeah. the most inventive things I've seen in, on yeah, film in a long time. Yeah, that was really good. That's all I'll say about that. Really good. But this week... Yes. We're talking animals, man. Each of us have animals, some more than others. <laughs> Dave's got some. Dave's got like some are equal more than others. <laughs> <laughs> you have like thirty animals or something here I on got, the farm, probably. Uh, so yeah, 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 maybe, maybe. Yeah. 20, if you, 20, if you 20 count something. the wild animals, I probably got thousands. Well, yeah, yeah. No kidding. Uh, Justin's got a dog. Yeah. I've got two cats, and uh, we have three cats. Those are that's our right. Animal Those are animals. your kind of. And you have a dog. I see. I don't feel like she's a pet. At all, because she's a because she's she a works. farm dog. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's she lives working. outside. She, her best friend's a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> I bring I'm her. Spelling a sitcom. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> if I could get them to interact in a certain way, oh uh, man, it would be com- I would have oh, would viral videos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried uh, to get the goats to run around me if I played uh, acoustic guitar uh-huh. and like headbutt. Yeah. <laughs> But they wouldn't. They, they wouldn't, wouldn't yeah. <laughs> Damn it. If anybody out there knows how to get that done, we could make yeah. viral gold. Animals have always been a major kind of point in a lot of different movies. I mean, it, you don't really hear it as like a subgenre ever. So I think we're breaking new ground here. Yeah, uh, sure. But there's there's tons. If you think of like ones that we don't have on our list, like how big Free Willy was and stuff like that. Even though I don't think I've ever seen Free Willy. Even back really? In the day. I yeah, don't no, even wow. think I, I have. I, I think... I'm, I like aquariums, but I don't like... I have a love-hate but I, Yeah, me too. No, aquariums, Same with zoos. No, I mean, aquariums, not yeah. parks like SeaWorld. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, mm. I'm against Sanctuaries. those, but I like aquariums where... But it's a, it's a fine line between keeping the animals it, captive and, and yeah. helping their species. That's why it's better as a rehabilitation sanctuary. Yeah. Oh, injured animals oh. that get don't released. dress them up and put them in no. shows. No, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, if but those bring a lot of money, if you're taking in injured animals yeah. to uh, mm-hmm. to help them out and yep. then re-release them, it's great. Or when you're doing it to save a species, which they should be doing fucking everywhere because we got species like how, how we even in the last thirty years have ever lost another species. We've lost a shitload. It, yeah. it baffles me. How do we not have? It's like how you hear these stories about people having seed banks with every seed in storage yeah. just in case something. Uh, horrendous happens. They should be doing that with animals. We need Noah. We need Noah. Noah. Where's Noah? Damn, we could have Noah on this list. I still I haven't seen it. Noah. Though, that Aronofsky uh, movie. Oh yeah, I yeah. If it's yeah. any good? It's I mean, probably good. 
it's as good as the, it's as good as you can believe the story. Yeah, well, I I just with, look at it as any other fantasy movie. I can Russell believe Crow? Valerian. I can still believe uh, fucking two in, <laughs> two by two. You talking about uh, with Russell Crowe? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. You saw it? Yeah, it's good. Yeah, Joe Rogan does a great like three or four minute bit on Noah. On Noah, <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Like poking holes in the story. <laughs> yeah, and, and like he knows the, the that's, whole. That's hard not it's to do, huh? So, but he's like. He's like telling the story to a developmentally disabled boy. Oh god! And then the boy's like, "I got a lot of questions." <laughs> <laughs> and, and then he just rails why. So oh, it's crazy. I'm interested what animals we picked here. Why, why don't you tell us what animals without the movies you've got? You're going to be talking about uh, snakes, dogs, whales, monkeys, and a plethora nice. of other animals. What you got? Um, dog. Dogs, bear, kitten, ferret, and tiger. Whoa. And eagle. Whoa. A ferret, a tiger, an eagle. Oh, my. Oh, my. Yeah. I got uh, chimpanzees, birds, sharks, dogs, and uh, monkey. But it's, uh, it's that. what's that type of monkey from Friends? It's like a chap... Uh, Chapachin? Oh, uh, Capuchin? Capuchin? Yeah, yeah, Capuchin monkeys. Chapaquitic? Chapaquitic. Completely different. Completely different. Me and Dave had some alterations on where Kennedy killed somebody. I think Dave's like, I got covered up. I think Dave and I had some major changes to our list we didn't share with Justin, so Justin might be surprised on a couple of them. All right, let's rock it out, man. There was some game time shuffles I, <laughs> you don't you might make the list but you don't always start that's yeah. all i'm saying yeah i've changed someone's got to be on the bench <laughs> yeah i've changed my lineup many times um all right so the first one i'm gonna go with uh white fang white fang i remember I this book back in the day great book jack yeah. london jack london uh ethan hawk was in the movie right yeah ethan hawk's I've never in seen it. the movie i love the book book was great What's the other one? Uh, Call the Wild. Call the Wild. Yeah. Didn't he do that too? Did Ethan yeah. Hawke do that a, also? I'm I think not that, sure about well, that. Well, that's Jack London. Yeah, too. I know, but I'm wondering if they made the movie and Ethan Hawke did both. Um, I kind of remember him doing that. It's crazy because I, I'm fascinated with the Iditarod for, yeah. for no reason whatsoever other than for its endurance yeah. and bond with the animal. Yeah, and it seems like a lot of work. It to does. Animals it, in. it seems like a lot of work. You know, all the people are like, they want to run. I think, but... That species is bred to do it's true. that. It's true. They have a so I think sometimes if you're an animal like that sniffs out cadavers, yeah, it, I'm okay with them make having them those animals because that's following their natural instinct. Now yeah. you have to treat them well, yeah, outside of giving them jobs, yeah. Whatever helps you sleep at night. <laughs> that helps me sleep at night. All right. <laughs> what you got here? So, um, dude, there's all kinds of things on Call of the it, Wild. Yeah, um, yeah. So Ethan Hawke. This is so. This is the. Uh, I think it's the Alaskan frontier. Um, yeah, because yeah, that's yep. where the idea rod is. Um, I can already tell that I'll probably confuse it with Call of the Wild too, because those stories are very similar. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they're not. I just in my mind they were always similar. They, all, they both dealt with the wolves, they right? Both, yeah. Dealt with semi- which came first? I think Call of the Wild came first. Call right? of the Wild came first. I think Call of the Wild then White Fang. Yeah. And it, yeah. Oh, really? I thought it was the other way around. No, I'm like, you, I'll do um, research. You go ahead. So yeah, uh, Ethan uh, Ethan Hawke. I was about to say Ethan Hunt. Um, <laughs> Ethan Hawke is <laughs> totally uh, different movie. Yeah, I know, right? But yeah. I would pay to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so he's he, uh, he's out like searching for gold, basically. Well, that's I guess that's later on. Um, so he's on the Alaskan frontier, and he's at a dog he lives fight. There. Yeah, 
Um, and he's at this dog fight, and there were some epic dog fights hmm. in this movie. And I, I'm not like, you know, like Is going this Disney too. I think it was. Um, but yeah, there was one. The dogs really liked each other. They were just pretending. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, there was one. I think was a German Shepherd. One was one similar to your dog. Um, an Italian Shepherd. Yeah, it was. I don't think. Yeah, I think maybe there might have been like. I could never. I could. No, never, no. I don't even want to read about dog fights. No, that's, no, no. It's that's awful. Fighting. That's. There's literally like 13 Call of the Wild. I'm movies. telling you, yeah. Like, I, don't think a, any, I don't think any of them were Ethan uh, uh, Hart because the time period doesn't fall. Right. Um, and so uh, White Fang is actually like this wolf hybrid, um, and he's in the dogfight, and he's just getting torn apart, honestly. And they're going to just... Nipples, no. Brother, man. I'm not, get, I'm not getting not the respect. Brother, man. Yeah. I'm not getting the respect the cop killer would get. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, and so, like, they're basically just going to, like, take him out back and kill him. And Ethan Hawke, you know, saves him and nurses him back to health. But he's also, like, part wolf. So he's... And he's been, you know... He's got some fight in him. Yeah, absolutely. And he's been fighting. So he doesn't trust people. This dog has his own IMDb page. His name is Jed. Oh, my Jed. God. <laughs> he's He must have been in... How many things are on his IMDb page? Only... <laughs> One? <laughs> yeah, it looked just like White Fang and White Fang 2. Huh. There was a sequel three years later. Interesting. Myth, myth of the White Wolf. Wow. Mm. Um, and so, like, they just kind of form this friendship, mm. you know, and he, he takes care of this dog. He finds him well, out, out back of this place? Or? Right. Well, so he was at the dog fight. Why was he at the dog fight? I, I think he went in there with, like, his boss or something mm. like that. He wasn't going in to, like, bet on the dogs. Um, and well, if you're there, you might as well bet on them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was I mean, there. he made the first step. Everybody he came else in the building. Was doing it, you know. um, he might as well make some money. You don't, want their, death. Yeah. You don't want their death to be in vain, right? Um, well, and eventually, when he, when um, White Fang, <laughs> eventually, when White Fang is, you know, older and stronger and everything like that, uh, they come into town and these guys see him and they know, like, oh man, what we could do with this dog mm -hmm. in the fighting ring, yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, and they end up trying to like, well, first they try and buy him and he says no. And then they try and take him from him. Um, Don't take my dog. Man. Yeah, no. And that doesn't work Sounds out like real well. Sounds like the plot well. to that Bob Hoskins movie with the Kung Fu guy. Yeah. <laughs> with the collar on. It is totally yeah. true. I, I am going <laughs> to give up drinking on the pod. Like, <laughs> what was that one? Un, uh, that was Unleashed. Unleashed. Yeah. Unleashed. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so like, it's... It's this kind of great, you know, animal story, and wasn't and there was there some survival stuff in there too? So during that's kind of what I remember. There. Near Aren't the they end, caught in a storm or something. Or, that yeah. yeah, that they get caught in a storm, but also like he is um, mining for gold at one point, and so he ends up striking gold, and like people kind of find out about it, and my White Fang kind of protects him oh, from it, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just I, remember. Like that I think as a kid. I think Call of the Wild was more. Of their, well, obviously, probably a different main character that connected with that wolf. Or it might not even have been the same wolf. It was just Jekyll and liked wolves. He's like, I, <laughs> yeah. Because I think Call of the Wild was that help me survive mm -hmm. in the wilderness yeah, yeah, yeah. type of thing. And mm -hmm. I'm about to die, but I'll, we can cuddle. <laughs> with the wolf yeah he's cool with it sorry yeah. one of us won't be here in the morning but we'll figure it out <laughs> Thunderdome Think about, talk about talking about cuddling with wolves that crazy movie remember when they oh, yeah. the what guy was, was confessing 
the one with Dan Dra- Draper showed up at the hotel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Remember uh, when they were uh, talking the to the battle at the El Royale? Yeah, they mentioned a weird backstory about some guy who liked to cuddle with wolves. He says it wasn't sexual. He just liked to cuddle with them. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Two cuddling with wolves. On that, <laughs> Dave, what you got? All right. Well, we'll we'll, we'll stick with dogs. This one's not. As I like dogs. You like dogs? <laughs> Proper fuck. <laughs> 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 um, Cujo. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. yeah, man. You the, can't have an animal pod without Cujo. Yeah, Cujo is a huge one. <laughs> it's the product of Stephen King doing a lot of cocaine for three days. Yeah. And you get Cujo. Yeah. <laughs> and that's from his mouth, not from like yeah. a rumored, <laughs> rumored thing. I think he's. I think he did it more than three days. No, I think he did it over a three day weekend. That was like his big thing. He says I. He wrote it all over a yeah, three day weekend. Three day weekend. I he woke it, up. Man. He said he woke up and the script was at his feet. And he didn't even. He remember said he it. he barely remembered writing that uh, the other half of it. That's, that's Listen, good, kids. That yes. don't use cocaine. Well, or if you do, whole, you might get, you might write a book or a song or get rich, or you might die. <laughs> you could die. It's a, but. Apparently, you could also write the screenplay. So, so you're telling me there's a chance? <laughs> yeah, you could come up with a masterpiece. Uh, I mean, this was basically anyone a, that's a, not scared of of vicious do- giant ant dogs. And yeah. Saint Bernards are big, but they're not they're, they're not aggressive. No, no. But if you found one that was rabid, it's the or problem is you found rabid. one that was. If, if we learned anything about this, is how bad rabies is. That rabies can change somebody's disposition from. Once it's, it's, it's like once getting, you sets into a human, there's no cure. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking, if you at, got bitten, you could go get a vaccine and you'd be okay. But yeah. if you're looking at a comparison though, com- to what rabies is, it's almost like major brain damage in a yeah. human. Where and they don't know what's going on. It's like bath salts. You yeah. know, when people are trying to attack them like that, that's a, actually a pretty I don't similar speak out thing. Of term, but yeah, it's 100 percent fatal if it's not treated. If yeah. you, a human yeah. gets it, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And can you you can treat it though? If you get bit by something that has rabies, they can give you. It's shots. Like shots in the stomach or something yeah, they can give right? you I, I had a bunch of when i got bit that which was going to lead me into my story i will you finish with your story no i'm done i got bit by a dog and had to spend three days in the hospital Oof. that's right I um i was delivering source books like and the back of the thigh or something right yeah, back of the knee right in the back oh, of back, back of, of my knee Ooh, fuck. so what happened was what kind of was, dog was it was a uh, uh, chow it's oh. a big dog big fuzzy <laughs> so i was vicious, man. so i yeah. walked to this house we're supposed to put phone books at people's doors mm-hmm. and the gate was open to this one so i just hung it on the gate and i made it all the way to almost the front door of the next house and all oh, of a sudden wow. i i heard like like and i was like what the fuck it sounded like somebody driving with a low tire mm-hmm. like a yeah yeah yeah. Thump, thump, yeah. Thump, thump, thump. yeah and so i turned around just as he hit me and i thought he just jumped at me right and because i turned around and i screamed at him and i was like flustered yeah. and you know how i say when you get hurt yeah you, you don't feel it right yeah. away yeah, yeah, yeah. right yeah I walked another forty yards, and then the blood started pouring he, out he of my jeans. Let go immediately after yeah, you. Immediately, yeah. but he had bit in and then torn oh. right oh. in there, and it was deep. Yeah. And I, but the bleeding kept coming out of my pant leg, and took another step, and then took out. Were my there shoe. neighbors that come out or no? Uh, Andrea was with me. Oh, okay. She was doing the other side of the street. So she just drove you. She drove me right so, to AGH. Yeah. They initially sent me home. When I came back, I couldn't. They didn't like what it looked like, so... Yeah, I'd be concerned about leaving the scene. You got to, but... So you later on kind of... Didn't you uh, call somebody about the dog, or...? We called the department. The department took the dog. Um, 
they didn't put it down. Did the owner? They, they have to keep it in quarantine. Did the owner's like, I don't know what you're talking about? Well, I got a lawyer. Yeah. And the lawyer came back and said, the guy's getting about to get evicted from his home. He has no money. Oh. You can go after his social security if you want. And I was oh, like, yeah. yeah. All right, I, Cujo. Cujo. <laughs> well, anyways, Cujo, I mean, I read this book. Dogs, my stat story was to tell you, very dogs good, scared the shit out of me. This was after I've read it and watched Cujo. It's a very good adaption, the movie. The is movie it? is a very good adaption Can't remember. to the book, man. It, it develops a really great tone of like that rural main area. Where, remember, because the house where Cujo was, was the mechanic. The kid needed his medicine in the book, too? Yeah. It, okay. No, he, he, I don't think it was medicine. It wasn't I thought medicine. he was... Oh, he was, no, just no, o- no. he was just overheating? He was just overheating and okay. stuff. But the... Uh, I thought he had like diabetes. I thought he had diabetes really? in the movie. Yeah. I don't think he and did. And he needed his insulin. That's she was trying to get in the house to get his insulin. I think I'm, you're thinking panic room, but <laughs> I don't think that was Cujo. Wouldn't it be good? Uh, I think he was. It would be remember, good he starts swallowing his tongue at one point. That's the point where he was freaking thought, out. He had because seizures. Before, between he had that, something. No, that was just when he was swallowing his tongue. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was just panic. We room. got someone checking <laughs> it out. I can't make any promises. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think it is. Uh, but what a simple pl- plot to a movie. Yeah. Trap somebody in a car that won't start I like in the a idea. rural area. That that's where the mechanic was. Remember, and they had this whole backstory where the husband was having yeah, an affair yeah. mm-hmm. and everything like that, and that it made it interesting in the movie and the uh, the book. But as part as the action is concerned, it really goes down to that last third of the movie where she her husband goes out of town and she has to. And we've seen Cujo kill like three people on the yeah. property, mm-hmm. and then when he sh- when they show back up and book it into the car and the car won't start because she's bringing it back to the mechanic to do some work on yeah. it and so it just like shits the bed there the, and then the movie is just like this cat and mouse or the makeup they mouse. put on the dog was great <laughs> oh it's crazy i think they used like three different dogs they like slobbered him yeah. up with some oh. like vaseline and shit and the it, foley noises making him uh, sound like he was angry God, and we got to remember we kind of glossed over him getting infected by the, the, bat. the bats yeah. because we got to see him stick his yep. snout in that hole and the bats kind of go crazy so it was kind of cool the audience is the only person who's who saw that which yeah. is classic Stephen. well King, he started you know? to act strange right and everybody yep. was wondering like the, was wondering the owner too remember on. the owner i'm not sure who played him but he was kind of like richard mauser is that he where he like, got him in the house guy yeah and he's like would you looking at me that way, Cujo? Yeah. You stop looking at me that way, Cujo, or something like that. It was crazy. So it was heat exhaustion. Yeah, I would think it was just heat exhaustion. Uh, he played it great. Uh, Danny yeah. Pantaleo, he was the, the guy little from, kid from... Uh, uh, the Tony uh, Danza one. Yeah, who's the boss. Yep. Yeah. He was great. I mean, yeah. that was a hard role for him and for D. Wallace. I'd be scared. I heard Stephen King come out in an interview and said that it's one of the best acting performances he's ever seen in any movie in his life was D. Wallace in, really? in that movie. Because... Hmm. I mean, that dog is sweet as hell, and you have to put a uh, performance out like your child is about to get ripped apart, and it was great. Yeah. <laughs> it was. You amusing yourself over there? No, I was just like, <laughs> what he was... I'm having no, my own pot. I'm, no, I'm laughing at what <laughs> you just said, like, you know... Yeah, but it was like, it was like two seconds off, so it sounded weird. <laughs> it was the Check last that second. two seconds. You <laughs> sure about those two seconds? <laughs> uh, yeah, Cujo, man. I loved it. Pet. It definitely made you scared of like St. Bernard's when you really didn't have to be. <laughs> I bet you. I, I bet it pissed some people off. Yeah. Like, God damn it. That's why everybody knows German Shepherd. That's why uh, Charles Grown's like, we got to do Beethoven. Yeah, right. We got to bring yeah. some love back to the German did you, uh, did you see that the TSA is going to use floppy eared dogs now for yeah. the airport stuff? And they're getting rid of it's, they're all less the pointed ear dogs. Looking. Oh my yeah. God. It's true, though. I mean, ears are only pointed because you. Did that? We had a some uh, uh, some have no German ears. shepherds. They have pointy yeah, ears, German but a Doberman only yeah. has pointy ears if you give yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Pointy and ears. we had a Doberman with floppy ears, right. and I can guarantee you it was a, a lot of sweet looking. Yeah. Well, unless you came to the door because yeah. he didn't look like a horse. Yeah, but 
the floppy ears definitely. That was the biggest the dog I've ever seen. Rottweilers got floppy big. ears. You know, uh, pit bulls yeah. have no, floppy true. ears. It's true. You know it's what true. I mean? Like, but and some non-aggressive ones do. Like boxers are like German or are like golden retrievers, but they look kind of scary. But boxers are like one of the most docile animals to have around kids. Weird. <laughs> so that's dog 101 for you. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go off the dogs. Nope, maybe I won't. Nope. <laughs> I'm gonna do yeah. I'm gonna do one round of whole dogs, man. All I'm right. gonna do my dog one. And this is 1989's. This is fun dog one though. You're not gonna be running. Well, no, you will be running from this dog, but it is a comedy. <laughs> and this is the great Turner and Hooch. Oh, oh nice, dude. 1989, man. I I love Turner and Hooch. It's such a fun ass movie. I mean, you put that's you put Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks right? When yeah. did Splash come out? Oh, way before this. Splash was like Three 82, years 83. That. Oh, really? Yeah, 84 maybe. What was closer to this for him? Big? Uh, the Burbs. The Burbs? The Burbs is probably right before this or right afterwards. Burbs I saw in high school, so yeah. it was 90. Yeah, this was 89. Okay. So uh, it was great. I mean, you put Tom Hanks in anything, half your job's already done you know, yeah. in a movie. And then you make Reginald Vell Johnson your uh, partner, uh, <laughs> the guy who knows how to play cops better yeah. than anybody. Anybody. <laughs> and then went on to do Family Matters and played a cop in Family Matters. And yep. I mean, this guy should get some honorary cop awards. I, I bet heart. you he has one. He's a diehard. <laughs> then again, if you yeah. look at him with a picture of the Twinkies and he's not the Twinkies, best representation. Num- yeah. for, uh, <laughs> Twinkies. Yellow, yellow died number six. All the grown boy ever needs. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> and you got another great thing about this was the the villain was Craig T. Nelson. I loved it. Yeah, and, uh, which is I, which is kind of spoilery, actually. I, I didn't realize until I just said it that he. Way to go, of, Paul! Come you on, you <laughs> Craig T. Nelson. 1989, and I think anything before 90, yeah. you can kind of. That's yeah. probably true. Unless it's an obscure movie that nobody's. Oh, come on, you haven't seen Turner and Hooch. You got problems. Man. <laughs> yeah. I saw the making of this way back in the day, and I had heard that the director was saying we wanted a dog, and they literally did this. They wanted a dog that would scare the L.A. Raiders at the time. Huh. And that's what they did. They brought different dogs. It's not like something they said. They actually introduced the dog to the Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> and the uh, one that scared them the most and like ran at them was that dog that they used for Turner and Hooch. That's hysterical. And I think that's uh, funny as hell, but I don't also think that's true. part I mean, of the contract. If you saw that dog, yeah. <laughs> remember when that dog chased Tom Hanks down the thing and, and launched onto his neck? Yeah. I mean, that was creepy, man. Remember the old guy? Yeah. Because it started out with. This old guy that Tom Hanks would visit at the docks and everything, but right. he he knew about the dog, so he had to kind of go in there very cautiously and yeah. have food or something ready for him, beer. Yeah, or he would uh, give him beer eventually. And uh, <laughs> that old guy was great. That was the old guy from uh, Cloak and Dagger. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. The, the, One in the, the air with two fingers. Yeah, his wife had two his fingers. wife had two fingers. Yeah, yeah. He was great. He we'd seen him in a bunch of movies, but the whole movie is kind of centered around somebody is doing some shady shit by that old guy at the docks. At shady the docks. shit's going on at the <laughs> yeah. docks. Come it's, on. It's, I think it's what was it cocaine or something like that? I think it was either That's cocaine where it or comes it was, in. It was either cocaine <laughs> or money. I, I can't remember what it was. It was it's always cocaine or money. Yeah. <laughs> I have to but ask Stephen King about that one. The old guy and Hooch see the crime and see the face of like uh, what is Craig T. Nelson and his crew. And they kill the old man, not realizing that they probably should have killed the dog too. So they kill the old man and Tom Hanks has to take the dog in. And uh, then that's when the comedy ensues. Oh my this God. is not your room. Yeah. This is not your room. <laughs> what that dog did to that house, man. Oh my God. Oh, Tore it apart. And it was slobbering. Yeah. All uh, the time, dude. It's like you look like you you swallowed a sneaker and you got the laces hanging out your mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so nasty. Oh, Remember it's he's so like gross. picking it up as, uh, with like a credit I mean, card or yeah. something. It's just Ugh. gross, man. It's the, the dog gave him a lot to work with. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it had that sad ending, but then it kind of brought you up. 
kind of after that because like, they were the very final scene. I do remember. Mm. Uh, they didn't end it with just like a straight. This is a spoiler we should probably spoil because I always appreciate when people spoil an animal dying at the end because mm-hmm. I don't want it. I don't want that taking me by surprise. Yeah, it happened already with Old Yeller. It doesn't need to happen. I, yeah. the, I think myself and everyone at that time who went in to see Turner Hooch, we knew he was going to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they. T- I told a lot of people. That was a spoiler that got out there real quick. I don't think I knew. Uh, you didn't know? Really? No. But then they ended it with, remember... He had puppies, He right? had puppies with the, he with the collie. <laughs> well, the collie had the puppies. He lived had, on through his puppies. Through his puppies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because Mary uh, Wilmingham, I think is her name, is the one that was his the vet who was his girlfriend in the movie and everything. Gotcha. So they had, uh, for me, some of the best, if I was going to do a Tom Hanks like sizzle reel or something, I would totally put just the scene where he's in the car riffing with the dog. Yeah. Where he's talking about old TV shows with the dog, and that's when he talks about the sneakers in his mouth and everything. Oh, yeah. It, they must have just filmed for like four hours with him next to that dog and just had him like <laughs> yeah. funny stuff. Man. Just say whatever you want. Yeah, because yeah. it's like a collage. They keep yeah. jumping ahead and everything because they're, they're on a stakeout together, so it'd be brilliant. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, really cool. All right, what animal you got, man? Uh, we're going to go killer whale with this one. Killer whale. And <laughs> I'm free willy. Bring yeah, it. nope, not free willy. Oh. So this is 1977's Orca. Well, that's a pretty old whale. year for Justin. I know, no. That's this a very is, old year. This is a throwback. I've only seen it once, and I do not remember. I remember not liking it as much as Jaws, because I think most people that went into it are it like, a Orca, we're going to see Orca kill some people. Yeah, it was a total, like, you know, <laughs> it was more of a. It was a more of a dramatic kind of movie. Yeah. Um, so in this, though, an Orca kills a great white. And, like... They do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and I think them. for the most part, orcas are docile, aren't they? To humans? Um, I, mean, I don't know. I think that's a... I the, wouldn't go swimming from what the I've ones heard, at SeaWorld are. From what I heard, it's a shitty name to call them, really, uh, because they really aren't... <laughs> that's not really their mentality as a killer. I mean, I'm not going swimming with a pile to, uh, or a pod of wild fucking orcas but i think you could maybe that's the, that's the thing i do I'll, i do know the boat and you can jump well in the I, I remember there <laughs> a video yeah, there's, a, vi- there's a video the that came out <laughs> in the last week there's Grizzly a video that, yeah. <laughs> orca dude there's a video that came out in the last week that has one following someone on a kayak and mm-hmm. that looked creepy as fuck no and yeah. it looked like they were like possible food yeah like like because i know other whales like humpbacks you could you could swim with humpbacks. yeah they're not gonna do yeah anything to yeah um, or or dolphin, you know, yeah, oh, definitely dolphins. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I only swim with dolphins because yeah. then you know there's no sharks around. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So there's actually some like really disturbing fucking scenes in it's this. It's the movie. 70s. So even yeah. stuff that wasn't supposed to be yeah. disturbing. No, disturbing. and like I said, like they straight Don't up. Don't they show a giving birth, giving birth yes. at some point? Yeah. yeah. That I remember. And and there's like they straight like, up splatters all over on the deck or it's something. It's terrible, dude. <laughs> um, I definitely have to rewatch it. Who was in this? Do any uh, Richard Harris. Oh, um, Richard Harris, man. Bo Derek. Um, yeah. Now I don't know if this is true. He must have been a kid, but this says Robert Carradine. Um, uh, Robert's the Robert Carradine other brother. Was, he's I the mean, guy from Revenge of the, the Nerds. Nerds. Yeah, but that yeah. wasn't too much after this. No, he he's he's pretty, he's older than you think. Yeah, really. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember him in it. It's only like three or four years from. Uh, he was probably seventeen or eighteen. Huh? Because in Revenge of the Nerds, he was probably. I would say he's ten years older than me. If you huh. looked, if you looked him up, click on his thing. I want to see if I'm right. So was he born um, in sixty two to sixty three? I'll look at him. I don't know. Um, so uh, where was I talking about? You were talking about killer whales, killer whales, and afterbirth. Yeah, and afterbirth. <laughs> so okay, so the the orca just straight up murders this 
great white shark, and I'm pretty sure they actually killed the great white shark because straight like, up, straight up, murder. they could do stuff See, like that. that you're in the, the reason 70s. why they call them killer whales. Yeah, right. <laughs> you spread um, rumors. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, like, this guy decides now that like he's gonna capture and hunt this orca. Um, and the enemy got, of my enemy is Robert Parrion, yeah. 54. Oh wow. Yeah, I said um, ten years older than me. I'm forty six. Twenty years older than you. He's, you said sixty four or fifty. Fifty four. He's mom's age. No. Yeah. He, mom's not fifty four. <laughs> no, nineteen fifty four. Oh, nineteen. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought he was saying fifty four no, no, too. No, I'm yeah, like, that's yeah, not bad enough. Yeah, he's man. twenty years older. Than that's me. crazy. <laughs> um, and so he they must end up old as shit. Never been to the nerds. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, so they end up capturing one of the orcas and they kill it you know they harpoon it they get it on um they get it up hung up on board and you know during the movie before that one of the i think it might be boderic tells uh the captain like you know they're monogamous they they mate for life and da 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 and so the orca's mate is in the water and it's like screaming you know mm. what i mean which i've heard happens you know and all of the sudden the fucking you find out that the one that they got is pregnant Mm -hmm. and the baby orca starts coming out of the mother hung up dead. And dude, it is a fucking gruesome scene (laughs) and it just boom drops on the deck. That's the only part I remember from it. And it does stick with you. (laughs) Yeah, no, it does. And so some special effects guy had a ball. (laughs) Oh yeah, dude. And so then like, you know how orcas have like a high pitched scream, this thing is like screaming low, like mm. devil murder, like you know you'd never hear an orca sound like the one this. in the water or the yeah one the one in the water. Yeah. Um, and so he's from, on they're on his list now. Yeah, so from there on, like, and it even shows like a close up of the eye. And, like, <laughs> the eye is like looking at the boat and the captain, and like that's great. Yeah, I'm watching you. Yeah, Richard exactly. <laughs> so from there on, like the orca. Terrorizes the town like it, it makes the fish go away. <laughs> I think like, he's you, making this sound a lot more exciting than I remember. It. You know what? <laughs> you you know what's a good way to get away from an orca? What's that? Go, go on the land. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah. And and like, if I can not have a problem with you immediately, then yeah, yeah. So um, going to Ohio, right? So he he goes inland, and so the orca starts like moving the fish out, you know, so that the fishermen can't get fish. He like. <laughs> tears down uh, like one of the houses i think the captain's house and like this is this, great yeah and bo Derek <laughs> falls and gets her fucking leg bitten and she dies like mm-hmm. um and eventually and they, they kill ca- bo Derek. yeah um i think they do I, I think that's her she breaks her leg <laughs> i watched this movie it's gonna be something completely dude it's been a long like, time no no no, no. It, this is smoking this is accurate <laughs> i just don't remember if she makes yeah. it to the end or if she's the one that breaks her leg um and eventually the town tells him like no, you're going to go out to the sea and you're going to fucking kill this thing. And to who? The town. Richard Harris. Saying of Richard Harris. Yeah. Okay. Um, they, you know, because like you brought this upon mm. all of us. I and, mean, they have a point. Mm. Yeah. And, I'll have to look for it, man. Yeah. I, I won't tell you. It. I won't tell you the end. Yeah. It's, um, I, it'll come to me when I'm watching it, I'm yeah. sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was released two years after Jaws, so they definitely were trying to yeah. capitalize. Yeah. On it's the like Jaws Moby Dick and Jaws combined. Yeah. I think if they waited longer, it probably would have done better because I think I mean, it, Richard Harris is a good actor. He is, but I remember it. Obviously, I don't remember at the time because I was only like two, but I remember when it was at the video store where people were like, yeah, if you, it's not quite Jaws. Uh, but the cool thing is that if you like, that's a like 
sea monsters is a whole genre. Yeah. Like sea or just, creatures or yeah. water no, movies. Nautical movies. Yeah. Hey, we should do a pod on that. Oh, wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't make your nautical pod, though. <laughs> All right, Dave, you got whale? I don't have damn, a whale. I'm going to stick with the dogs. <laughs> I'm going to use up my last dog. Does that trump something? (laughs) (laughs) Uno. Um, This is an animated movie that when I saw it, I I thought it was, I thought it was a great story. Like, I think I, I even teared up a few times. Maybe that's, it's Pixar, right? Up. Oh, up. Oh, yeah. I was talking old yellow there for a second. Squirrel. Oh, I certainly cried through old yellow. (laughs) Yeah, we watched it yelling. Too and parents don't prepare you for that. Back then, that was how well, you learned about tell death. You, That's how you learned about death. Yeah. Well, they, they like they didn't really take the time to explain to you why he had to shoot old Dale. You they told you why in the movie, but yeah. you didn't understand that as a kid, right? You know, rabies. Rabies. Should have watched Cujo instead of old yeah. That'll teach you. <laughs> <laughs> but the beginning of Up was kind of sad when they showed that backstory. Yeah. Uh, and he, about the old guy with his wife. Yeah. And, Anytime your spouse dies right before you're ready to retire. Yeah. <laughs> the the beginning like, of the movie in the prologue. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if, uh, is it Pixar? Yeah. 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 That's. It won, they don't uh, do that a lot. It won the Oscar in, for best feature film, and it won the Oscar for best score? music score. Yeah. Did it really? Yeah, which is I didn't crazy. Know that. Music score. I, I could see the animated film uh, winning best picture because I mean, every year Pixar is up to the top with who's going to win what. You reckon but, Ralph only lost out probably to uh, because of uh, Into the Spider Verse? Oh, really? I, won it. Yeah. I haven't seen that. It's awesome. You, sc- you would like it. This script. <laughs> Have you seen up? You've seen up. Yeah, yeah. I, I've the actually only was, seen it once. And the script it's been a while, was really. It was good. brilliant. It was, it was weird. Really good. It was unique and it was super weird. Strange. Huge. Fan. I love. I love when Disney and Pixar can do stuff that's not other properties. I, yeah. I don't need to see Dumbo redone. I don't need to see Lion King redone. You know. Yeah. I mean, if there's a group of people out there and you're gonna make money off it, go yeah, for of it. Course. That that Lion King comes out tomorrow and it's gonna I mean, make how many ice ages are it's there? Gonna, well, those are awesome and those are original though. Those uh, are original. That, yeah. I I love the Ice Age movies. Uh, but tell us a little bit about kind of how that they get on their adventure. So. <laughs> the old man had plans with his wife. They wanted to retire yeah. at this overlooking this spring or something. It was a it's like and, an island or something. Yeah, yeah. It, I forget the name. They had a Paradise Island. Paradise Island. Yeah. Like on the cliff, they had picked it all. They the had plane, planned the it plane. out. <laughs> <laughs> Rocada Montalban was there and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Tattoo. They're ready. <laughs> so she ends up getting sick and dies. <laughs> Another thing, this is a Disney movie for kids. I know, in right? The, in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. So he grows up an old, grumpy old man. Played by Ed Asner. Played by Ed Asner. a grown-up, grumpy, grumpy old, old man. man. <laughs> and still alive and rocking it on he Twitter, man. Alive. He, he is rocking it on Twitter, making fun of uh, like Trump every day. It's awesome. So basically, he um, he's a holdout in his neighborhood. He doesn't want to give up the house he lives in. They eventually figure out a way to get him out. Doesn't um, yeah, forget... Gonna- they're going to try to evict him. They were trying to evict him, so it, before they could evict him, he devised a scheme to put, like, 100,000 helium balloons <laughs> yeah. under his roof yeah. and then blow the roof on his house mm-hmm. and, and then float, float the fuck away. What could go wrong? Yeah, he <laughs> built little sails out of, like, sheets on the side. I mean, it's... You, you obviously have to... <laughs> it's an song. animated movie made by <laughs> Pixar, so... <laughs> but... The movie starts. The movie really starts when he, he's floating around. He's having fun. He's going to you know fulfill his wife's dream to, that I'll make his soul whole again. Mm-hmm. Well, but then there's a little yeah, yeah. Before he takes off, the kid's there. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. He's at the. He, he, he thought he went away. Door, yeah. yeah, that's right. Right before he takes the, off, the, the Cub Scout 
shows up to his still team. uh still our friend Bobby's best cosplay. Oh my gosh. Uh, outfit. Have you seen it? Bobby I did dressed not. as him? Was he? He's really oh, great. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he knocks so he knocks on the door, he's got one last badge to get is to help the elderly, yeah. and he picked the absolute worst elderly person he possibly <laughs> could have. And the guy's like, Nope, 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 and slams yeah. the door on him and then then he goes through his plan yeah, he's, like he's 10 airborne. 15 minutes later. He's, he's full airborne. And, and he hears but a he knock on the door. <laughs> yeah. the uh, I just like, like the, the shot of the kid. Can I come in, sir? He's like, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like two different movies, though. I mean, because then once they land, then you get to yeah, see Yeah, but then it becomes an adventure that they have cultivated With those fun animals together. that have but, the collars on their neck. The, yeah, that's the dog. what I was going to say. When's the dog come in? Yeah, they have a talking. When they land. They, when they okay. land, they, they, they come across. They see that wild bird. And they see the dog. Yeah, the floppy-eared dog. Yeah. Right. The like squirrel. 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 Yeah. <laughs> His voice was uh, voiced by one of the directors, I think. Oh, really? In the movie. There was like mm-hmm. two directors. And th- then you find out there's other dogs in the island that can talk, and some of them they're not as. Oh, the Dobermans. They're kind of. Can they talk? Dastardly. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess they could. They can talk. Delroy Lindo is one of them. Yep. Uh, and uh, but they're hun- they're finally meet up with the original. So he, the old guy had gotten the idea about this from a. From an adventurer that he read about as a kid. This is who Christopher Plummer plays. And then yeah. he meets this guy, Christopher Plummer, who's uh, been hunting this rare bird on this an, island forever. He plays such a great he, voice, too. He lost his reputation because he tried to say this bird exists and nobody believed him. Mm-hmm. So he's been chasing this bird <laughs> that just bonds with the old man and the little kid. Yep. And... It, I don't want to. I mean, I, mean, I could just talk about just the rest of the movie, is, but no, it's no, like, no, that's good. That's they go on this adventure together, and yeah, now they're being hunted by the guy who's hunting the yeah, bird that's hanging out. But there out was with some sweet closure at the oh, end, shit, yeah. and you know, if you if you I don't tear up during this movie, then uh, you, it's it's really gonna, really good, man. It's yeah. one of those movies that you're watching the trailer, and it just seems so weird. You're like, wait, there's a house on with balloons and everything. I said, yeah. how the hell? And you got a talking dog. It's got to be the most. It's got to be the craziest pitch meeting that they ever had. I like weird stuff. That's why I like. Remember that book. Uh, by Shel Silverman, oh, the the uh, end of the, the sidewalk at the end. Where the sidewalk? Where the sidewalk? Where the sidewalk well, those oh, were yeah. that Shel was a collection of Shel uh, Silverstein. Yeah, it's a collection. He was of, great, but he did really fantastic. Collection stuff like of that funny time. poems and stories and everything. Yeah, he had two of them. The room in the attic was the, the other one. Attic. Yeah, they were good. All right, what are we at here? We're doing dogs. Uh, nope, I'm done with the dogs. <laughs> I'm moving on. To, <laughs> I, I'm going with uh, Justin. I'm going to go nautical. All right, <laughs> I'm going to pick the deep blue sea. Oh. 1999. Deepest, darkest. My heart is like a shark's fin. <laughs> <laughs> Someone did a song about it. Yeah, it was LL Cool J, man. Yeah, uh, LL Cool J was yeah. in the movie, man. This was what was great about is this. Deep- the one with Sam Jackson. Yep. Oh. And, uh, <laughs> this. Uh, I'll leave that for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, weird. I hadn't watched it in a long time, and I used to watch it uh, a lot back in the day. And you and forgot? I, no, I I knew, but I always assumed it happened earlier than it did. Yeah, I, I thought it happened at the beginning of the movie, and it didn't. It happened like three fourths of the way into the movie because I'm watching and I'm like, "When's this motherfucker gonna come out and yeah. eat Sam Jackson?" Yeah, because that was like <laughs> what everyone remembers about absolutely, Deep man. Uh, but These the shots were terrifying, man. They were CG, but they were fast CG. Oh yeah, they this were was like when CG was a little. It got a little bit better. The fire still sucked in it, yeah. but. The, the way they moved those sharks and everything, yeah. it was fast. It well, was and they creepy. were they were like genetically altered, yeah. So they can do whatever like they want. That. But I too. remember specifically them saying that they had like mako in them yeah. as well, and like that's those like, are that's they like, saying, like you put a great, raptor like, in that thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> like I mean, boom, gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, who was boom. the crazy ass motherfucker that swam with him? 
Uh, Bradley Thomas Cooper? Jane. Thomas Jane. Yep, Thomas. So you've got Thomas Jane. I get all those pretty much Michael, mixed up. <laughs> Michael Rappaport was funny as hell yeah. in this movie, man. He was the comic relief. He was the Ernie Hudson from Leviathan. Yeah. Ever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't mean to do that. <laughs> but, I'm uh, not drinking on this pod again. <laughs> you said that already. Ever. Yeah, no, I'm about to have another drink right uh, now. Michael, Rapp- ah! <laughs> Michael Rappaport was funny. Who else was in it? Obviously, Sam Jackson, Thomas Jane, uh, Stellan, Stellan Skarsgård. He got That's his right. arm bitten off, man. That's when it uh, shit went to hell because he was escaping. Remember, he was like, how far? How tall are these fences? Are like eight feet? And they yeah. were realizing that whatever, because she's the the woman down there who she was in some other stuff, but I can't nothing really that pops out uh, with me. But uh, she was doing experiments on these things to try to find the cure for Alzheimer's. Remember that was kind of the big thing that was going on, and Sam Jackson was visiting for the weekend, just in he picked this, the wrong time. It was, <laughs> you know, remember, it was like this oil rig yeah, type situation they had where they were underwater, but and, they had netting underneath, so they weren't going anywhere. It was supposed to be titanium like steel, but it, only on the bottom, not on the top. So they were learning to jump over the top, and they were doing stuff, and they were coming back. But at one point, they just went nuts, you know. And uh, LL Cool J played the cook. Remember, he had the uh, parrot. On his shoulder. Oh, yeah, that's who right. Who was actually voiced by uh, Frank Welker, who I'll mention him later on in another movie I have. Because Couldn't Fra- find a parrot to well, do his own voice. Frank Welker, <laughs> Frank Welker has 895 credits on IMDb. He's the voice of Optimus Prime and like every other character. Ever. He, pl- he plays like 10 characters in G.I. Joe. he has to move uh, money to get to the bathroom. She, <laughs> <laughs> he goes to the cons, man. And like the best thing to have, I wish I had known this before because I had met a couple of the voice artists back in the day. Rob Paulson, who was the voice Pinky and uh, Yakko and everything, but I guess the big thing for people to do with those voice actors is record a message for your voicemail from them, like as Optimus Prime or anything. But it's weird. I I was looking up the cast for Deep Blue Sea and it said Frank Welker, and I was like, Frank Welker, what's he doing in this? I was like, he's doing live action? And it said, nope, parrot. (laughs) (laughs) And he was the parrot in G.I. Joe, so very fun. (laughs) Uh, LL Cool J was also the comic relief where he was almost through his self through most of the movie. Remember him hiding in the oven? That, was, no, that I part don't remember was crazy, that. man. Wow. The shark was coming at him, yeah. so he hid in his own oven. Oh, wow. And then the shark turned the fucking oven oh, on. Oh, shit. <laughs> so he's, he's got like an axe, and he's got to like uh, take out the top of the oven with the axe and then slip out over the fucking uh, shark. It was wow. crazy. But obviously the big scene. Well, even before that, Stellan's, you didn't expect the shark to come out and bite Stellan's off. Yeah, no, because you thought you know he was going to be like, okay, well, he's going to yeah. be the hero. He'll make it through. And, and they have an opportunity to, to like shoot the shark but the girl lets him go remember she floods the container and she gets wants away, the and thomas research. jane's like are you fucking crazy yeah and thomas jane has to i mean he's the kind of the badass in this movie yeah pre is it no pre-punisher maybe oh probably around the same time probably. maybe sharks are scary no, man deep blue sea was 99 yeah i think punisher was later than that 96 maybe really? you think later uh, i was I think thinking dolph, earlier i thought dolph lundgren's punisher was in that was 89 90s. was it yeah so that was 10 years before it so i don't know interesting thomas jane he have, was still pretty good do you have do you fear sharks do i fear them yes i mean being in the water with them yeah, you I was going to say not not walking around. <laughs> not walking I don't. Um, <laughs> I, every time I go to your farm, that's the first thing. Yeah, yeah right. Um, <laughs> Whatever you know, your answer is, the answer is you should be. I have a safe fear of both sharks and gators. Yeah. So, like... I fear gators way more than sharks. I don't go swimming in lakes. I, yeah. I don't do it. I, yeah, I've had I very close calls, you know what I mean? And, like, I just... Not going to no. do it again. you got to respect animals. When like, I go to the beach, I'll go, like, knee-deep. But, like, at the same time, that's where most of the attacks the happen. Sc- yeah. The scariest you know? hour of my life, I, I spent... Never saw a shark 
but I, me- I remember I jumped off that Mayaka River yeah, bridge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You just... I grabbed the pylon. Mm, the the oh, current was man. too fast. We didn't know that oh. when we jumped in. And the clamshell cut me. Yeah. Then I had to swim one-handed from pylon to pylon oh, to get back to fuck. the seawall. By the, time I got to water. the yeah. by the time I got to the seawall, it was low tide. And oh, wow. there wasn't anybody that could lift me. Oh, there. Jesus. So they had to go find oh. somebody. Then they took me to the fire station down the street. But you were scared of... I, I bled of, in an hour through brackish sharks. water in yeah. Florida. Yeah. And I was like, God, if I, I'm ever going to get bit by a shark, this is... Yep. And I made it through. I've been in a similar situation. I won't go into it because it's a very long story. But I know <laughs> oh, that feeling. Is that the one you, cra- you crashed your kayak into the Bowie? Yes. Oh, man. oh fuck, dude. That was not fun. Not me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Justin, um, what you got? All right, so let's see here. Um, oh, this is a fun one. Uh, let's do Congo. Yeah, Congo. Yeah. Michael Crichton, man. Yeah. Um, great Which Michael one Crichton. Is again? Ernie uh, Hudson. Ernie Hudson. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Laura Linney. Laura Linney, man. Yeah. Um, uh, what's his name? Ash from Evil Dead was in this. Bruce it was Campbell. about the yep. deranged. They were like deranged. No, that was uh, it's the animatronic monkey Monkeys, that they're bringing okay. there. Gotcha. Yeah, Amy, Amy sad. Went, Amy want green drop yeah. drink. <laughs> Amy they would sad. give they would give the uh, the monkey martinis. Uh-huh. Yeah. you know. Um, Arguably, the only bad thing about this movie was the stupid voice of the monkey of the gorilla that they. Yeah, I mean, Amy. I, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. You know, um, I think we were the only one. I think that's what hurt <laughs> it. No, it was a great movie. I was working at the video store when this came out, and Michael like the, Crichton was huge the, at the time. It was like super powerful, right? The monkey? No, it was more of a. So, Amy was this special gorilla that they had learned that they had taught sign language to, and then they created this machine that was able to voice, um, you know, her signals or her hand signals, so that they could. There's an app for that now. Yeah, there actually is. Um, This guy created it for his um, like deaf little sister um, in somewhere in Africa, um, which is really awesome. Um, and so the thing is, is this gorilla is very special because of where she came from. Um, and she also draws Brooklyn. and she, yeah, <laughs> um, she also draws and she keeps drawing the same symbol over and over and over again. And they, they get this idea of what it might be and they're going to like return her back to her home. Um, and somewhere along the way, somebody finds out and they want to like come along on the journey. Um, because they realize, and I think it's Tim Curry. Tim yeah. Curry is like to learn about Tim Curry in this. Yeah, movie. he's like he's actually like a Curry treasure crazy hunter. I think. Accent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so they basically they don't realize it, but they're looking for this lost city of gold. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, the, he just is under the guise of like, oh, I just want to help you get this, you know, creature back here, and I, you know, and so they're they <laughs> I'm go just here to help. <laughs> yeah, well, and I remember this was really cool. There's, and I mean, this is totally random from the movie, but when they go to set up camp. They it's have, still in the movie? What's that? It's still in the movie, though? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, when they go to set up camp, they have these, like, tents that they just flop out. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember, and I, to this day, like, I would still go and buy one of those tents. I, I don't know I'm where sure to find one. I'm sure they have them now. Yeah. Because that was my least favorite part, camping. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember those they poles? Make it, you they had make to, it easier now. Nowadays. Those were oh, old dude. school. Those were old school, yeah. man, yeah. 80s. Yeah. They, they have, like, house tents now, you know, that take, like, two minutes to set up. It's ridiculous. Um... But yeah, that was just really cool. Um, and so they're going along, and eventually they get to the temple. And so, you know, there's like some booby traps. But then, <laughs> that's why I said <laughs> booby traps. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, there's also these like 
protectors of the temple. The albinos. Yeah, yeah. and it's these huge... Maybe those are the big aggressive monkeys. Yeah, yeah. yeah the and they're super strong. Yeah. They have like skeleton. They have like bones on the outside yeah. of them for nice. armor. But there's a supernatural kind of element to this too. What was it? The jewels <laughs> in their heads or something? Or wasn't there some weird kind of laser thing that was happening during oh, this whole thing. Yeah, that's right. There no, was. There's a whole laser thing that happened and I cannot... Not, not from the monkeys, though. No, it's not from like, the monkeys. Maybe it's from a jewel or something. It's from like the temple there. or yeah. something like that because... <laughs> what are you guys talking about? <laughs> Congo, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, you come to this pod for, for a spot on... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that happened. You're in the wrong place. <laughs> yeah. Some movies we have seen more yeah. recent than yeah. that. <laughs> um, it's the adventure. You're taking it with us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I know that... What are these dumbasses talking about? Yeah. The jewels they the name of the movie, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Trails and eventually, <laughs> eventually, um, the the temple begins to fall into a volcano, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, because of, of the course. booby traps and everything like that. And like, you know, dude, it's an intense. Yeah, movie. it's an adventure, like, man. I mean, it's the same it's guy it's who it's wrote it's Jurassic Park. Really? You know, it's. It seems like it got part Indiana Jones towards the end. Yeah. Well, yeah. Michael Crichton's all about those kind it's of... Uh, he does all different stuff, though. I mean, he wrote Rising Sun, and he died way too young. Yeah, What's your say, favorite yeah. book that got adapted by him? Oh, Rising Sun. Rising Sun. Uh, and they changed the ending on that. I still thought it was great. Most people would say Jurassic Park. The Jurassic Park book was almost completely flawless. Yeah. It's the movie, but... I remember better. Mom loving the book. Yeah, the, like, the book know. was one of those. Uh, he just was a great storyteller. You could, you could read any, like... Um, average reader could read a michael crichton book and it's not too difficult maybe uh and the andromeda strain but he also wrote sphere you know the movie that uh-huh. was sphere. yeah that's, that's, a that's great michael movie. crichton he just did really interesting uh stuff and i think he a lot of his stuff rising sun was a little bit off what his normal kind of book was a lot of stuff i think he dealt with science and stuff like that remember him and john grisham at the time were like the two big authors michael crichton and john grisham everything that they did people read yeah they were very readable i remember the client was one of my favorite books i remember i went through all those too yeah i went through all of his books the movie was awesome the firm was great and i john grisham's still writing stuff i think he's he was a lawyer right yeah yep so takes one to one (laughs) Lawyer, <laughs> movie producer, <laughs> awesome. all the same thing, huh? <laughs> so yeah, Congo. If you want the facts, watch. Yeah, right? watch the movie. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Dave, what do you got? I give no guarantees. <laughs> all right, I'm out of dogs. I'm out of dogs. Um, let's go. Let's go. I don't have to deal with these. So angry unicorns. Angry unicorn. No. Um, Legend. Nice. <laughs> well, let's go with bears. Ooh, and it's not Grizzly Man because I haven't seen that. Okay, I can't bug myself to watch that. No, there's some movies you hear what it's about, yeah. and what's going on, and, and it's you're home, like, nope, someone spoiled the ending. I was like, oh, I don't yeah. have to see that. Yeah, movie. it's like Blackfish. What it's about? Nope, no nope. good. Yeah. Like, well, you got to know what's going on. I, I know. I can imagine what's going I on. Leave. I don't think they show the footage in Grizzly no, Man. No, but it, I, it I don't think you hear the screams. What's about it? That's the screams. Not in the movie though. I thought you heard it in the movie. I thought you heard the screams. Someone told me you do, so I didn't. I know I've heard it, and it's not pleasant. Yeah. It's fucking terrible. Especially when he thought he was friends with these things. Well, bears oh. are something you definitely need to respect. Bears are something you need to respect. We've been... There's certain things you can do We've been in areas where there are bears in oh, New Hampshire and in yeah. Maine, and I was in Canada. For the um, most part, as long as you're not coming up on their young or you're leaving food yeah. out. And this is like stupid things you could do to attract bears, obviously. But And I think it's done a couple times. What movie is this? <laughs> Revenant. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, The Edge. Oh, The Edge. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, with uh, Alec Baldwin. With Alec Baldwin. Oh, I was thinking about Anthony picking this Hopkins. one too. I'm glad you picked it. Yeah. Such a great movie. Yeah. Such a great movie. Yeah. They and the, the guy the from script beyond and the, the guy from Oz, the guy that was in the wheelchair in Oz. Yep. He was I one of the cameramen. He was also in Lost. And then. Al uh, McPherson. Al McPherson. Oh yeah. She was his wife, right? Yeah. She was. She was his wife, and she was having an affair with Alec Baldwin. Right. And Alec Baldwin was. He was kind of the friends. asshole. He was kind of an asshole. He was asshole producer yeah. on a, uh, her. Al McPherson her, played a supermodel who was getting photographs taken yeah, in the wilderness, was, and he was like the, her, not he agent, like her but agent like kind of. sort of, sort of. I think they had a bigger relationship than manager, maybe, maybe. maybe. Yeah, but you have learned out really quickly that Anthony Hopkins was a super know it all, super smart, knew yeah. it all. Oh, like yeah. Everything. Some of my favorite. Part of that movie is him and the old man at the very beginning. Yep. And he shows him. He, it was the like guy a from toad. Casino. Yeah. Yep. It's like a toad that was rowing. He's like, I'll give you something if you can tell me what's on the back. And yep. he's like, it's a frog smoking a pipe. Yep. Yeah. And he's like, how the hell did you know it? And then he tells the legend of the of the blah, blah, blah. And right. It's like, it, but they kept showing how hmm. crazy smart he was. Yeah. No, he knew like everything. Yeah. Like, and so they were Jeopardy smart. They were looking for somebody that they, they saw somebody in the photo, in a photo in the log cabin, and Alec Baldwin was authentic. Like, yeah, Alec Baldwin was like, that's who I need. That's who we need in the shoot yeah. to be able to film her around to give our pictures some authenticity. So, yeah, so they were like, we got to go to another island because it was a, tiny, a bunch yeah. of different islands. This is in Alaska, I imagine. And so they get in one of those seaplanes, the yeah. cameraman, the pilot. Uh, no, Alec it was, Baldwin it was and just, Anthony Hopkins. Uh, it was I don't. It was just the uh, the black guy from Oz yeah. and Anthony Hopkins and Alec Baldwin, Baldwin. Yeah, and the three pilot. of them. Oh, there wasn't. The pilot, yeah, I guess it the was pilot, pilot died, pilot, but there was not a photographer. I no, think there, Alec Baldwin was. There take was the no case. pilot. There was no pilot. No. No. <laughs> I don't even think they went there to take the pictures. It was no. just to convince him to come yeah, back yeah, yeah. and take so, them too. So. And Anthony Hopkins was just going to yeah. have an adventure. And, uh, <laughs> this had, is the best scene. Yeah, that, that discussion in the was like a bird strike, right? But right before that is what. Oh, the whole movie was like almost because they were kind of alluding to he knew he knew he that, saw that Alec Baldwin. Oh, he didn't see that. Alec, he saw some Alec Baldwin, El McPherson uh, interactions that didn't feel right with him. So right before that bird strike happened, Alec Baldwin or Anthony Hopkins turns to Alec Baldwin and says, "How do you intend to kill me?" And yeah. then he's like, "What? What the hell are you talking about?" And then, boom! The fucking air or the flying into he the hired birds. those birds. Yeah, yeah. flying into the goddamn <laughs> plane. Their Sully situation. Carrier and, uh, pigeons. <laughs> that plane went down. Yeah. It went down. Pilot died. Pilot died immediately. Uh, three of them make it to shore. The black guy. What's his name? Harold something. Got, I don't want to say. He was hurt. Yeah, he had like a broken down. leg or something. He had a broken like leg that. or something. He was that wasn't from the accident though. That was from him whittling. Remember, he was whittling oh, he with a knife, himself? and he. He missed the stick and went and sliced his own leg. Oh. Yeah, but horrible. he started slowing down. He get affected too, probably. Well, they took the friggin' uh, they took the they were mopping up the blood and everything, and they left that oh, shit like that's out. Right. And that's oh, when the bear yeah. showed up for the very first time. That was a horrible scene. I mean, good but horrible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I can't think of a worse way to go. That was another one where the screams that he shark was, and bear. It, it's a coin flip at that point listen, Gator, Gator listen too. to the grizzly man audio there is not Gator, a worse I would way probably to go. pick Gator out of the three because at least the Gator is going to drag you underwater yeah, a Gator or a shark is at least going to pull you under you're going to be dead within Drowned a minute you? Yeah, yeah. yeah you know what I mean I'm poking that bitch in the eye I'm well not, yeah I mean oh I'm fighting fight, back fight when you can yeah. but I'm not going out without a fight What's the what's the saying that they like about bears? It's like if it's brown, lay down. If it's black, fight back. Really? If, if it's white, Justin said it. <laughs> hold on. on, listen. Hold on. Don't listen to anything Justin's <laughs> saying right now. 
Let him Google it first. Yeah, go and find your own information. <laughs> no, Don't no. even. He's going to tell you in about 30 seconds that he found something <laughs> online. Don't even believe that. Go yourself. You can't. I'm curled on the ball whatever way. No. <laughs> no, I, if you can get away, you got to get away. I'll tell you what. I'm making a lunge to see what he does next. That's the thing. I think a lot of people tell you that aggressiveness, a lot of times, if you front like this really, if you get angry at them. I can be I can be a big person if I need to be, yeah. but it might backfire on me. So <laughs> in the movie, it, it kills the uh, the, the, uh, the what's his name? Uh, Harold. I can't remember his name. Uh, the guy from Oz. The poor guy from Oz. Yeah. Unfortunately, very in a horrible way. And then from that point on, the movie becomes not only a survival movie, but a man versus... They're being hunted. Bear, they're being hunted. And he's good. And at some point, they've realized, you know, we're going to have to kill it. We're going to have to kill this motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> I think Hopkins finally, goes into, like, Rambo And, and that whole crazy scene where they find the... Remember, they found a home. Yeah. Like yep. a shelter. That, and it had a rifle in it. Yep, they had a rifle. And that was towards the end. They had already survived out in the yeah. avalanche. And they had, Anthony Hopkins had learned to make the compass and everything. And, and literally saved Alec Bowman's ass like several times through this whole movie. And you, you're kind of watching this and assuming that they're bonding through this whole thing. But you, you never realize. <laughs> don't <laughs> underestimate uh, Alec Baldwin's love for Elvin Barrison, apparently. You don't know Rick James. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he went out there with a purpose, you know, and it never kind of left his, yeah. the back of his head yep. that and then, he's going to have to take him out. It's no. the easiest way to do it, you know. He died along with everybody else. Before, I don't know how, what his plan was going to be. You know, or maybe he didn't even have a plan. Maybe that was totally off his radar that he was going to try yeah. to ki- kill maybe him. Maybe that was just he Al- was, Anthony Hopkins' way of like telling him he knew what was up. And shit, maybe it put the idea in, uh, in his head so. in the first place. Yeah. You know? Well, he certainly had plausible denial at this yep. point. Oh, yeah. He's so, like, he didn't crash a plane. I'm the only one who makes it out of here. Yeah. Boom. Elmer yeah. Ferris and Poon Tank forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so his name is Harold Perrineau. Perrineau, yeah. yeah. He's really good. Most people remember Lost. Lost or Oz? Lost or Oz mm. are two big ones. He's been in a lot of movies too, though. I'm sorry, I was looking that up, so I, I don't know. Did you guys? Can you repeat the last did, ten minutes? Did you mention the Deadfall? Uh, no, no. Yeah, but that's that, coming next. That yeah, was crazy. That man. scene is fucking yeah, great. It's really dude. great. It's it's a fantastic movie that, for the most part, it's like a, a two actor show and two really good actors yeah. that you could tell they did this this wasn't on green screen at this time they no. they brought these motherfuckers up to Alaska can, yeah. probably Canada I would imagine they brought a stunt bear <laughs> yeah Bart, Bart the Bear eh that's it his name uh, is it the same it bear, the bear from uh, from uh, Great Outdoors? Outdoors probably it I think says it Bart is. the Bear yeah it's pro- that's I think who he is he's been on several movies at that time so very you know what? You know who works long in Hollywood? Who's this? Giant grizzly bears that don't kill people. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that gig sewn up. The trader you don't even have to like. Money? He's successfully been on twelve films and hasn't killed anybody. Well, that's the bear for us. It's- yeah, no kidding, dude. We could do a Bart the Bear pod. Really? He's got a lot. Three, of six, stuff nine, under his 12, stuff. 14 movies. We could almost Any do a big full- ones. What We'd have to ones? watch fourteen Benji? bad movies though. Um, on <laughs> Deadly Ground. Oh, he was in White Fang. Wow, that's weird. Boom. Anytime you need a bear, man, I'm telling you, he he's got the red phone in his in his goddamn den. Homeward Bound, Windwalkers, huh? Yeah, Windwalkers too. That's interesting. The Clan of the Cave Bear, no shit. Huh. Way to go, Bart. Ball hey, way to go, Bart. Someone should do a serial killer bear. Movie. I'm gonna start. Like he a... gets a taste for human blood. He can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He gets a job as an Uber driver. Or, he kills or, or he discovers cereal. And won't stop eating cereal. <laughs> Mine's more fun. I don't know if your pitch ideas work as well. It's in the movie. So, it's in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
This next flick here. And uh, what's the name of that monkey again? Kappa... Capuchin. Capuchin. So, Capuchin Monkey. This movie, I loved when it came out. This was on demand when we were watching movies up north, and we would see the commercial for it all the time, and I was like, I gotta see this movie. And it's 1988 by the fabulous George Romero, Monkey Shines. Oh, I forgot about this Man. movie. I think I would have to... If you, know, if you gave me 100 movies to take to a desert island, then Monkey Shines would have to be on the list. Isn't this the one where... It's not the 100 with, greatest with movie, the, but... No, it's, it's fun. On yeah, the on, the, yeah. On, the, uh-huh. on the box and on the trailer uh-huh. that was released, they had that, what was it, the monkey with the symbols yeah. that would just clank it and yeah. it looked evil as Those shit. Things have always Those been things creepy. look creepy yeah. anyway, so it's really brilliant to put one on the trailer for the for that type of thing. It's really phenomenal. So you got a, most of the actors in this uh, are, I mean, Stanley Tucci's in it playing a small role. Stephen Root, it's like, I, the first Stephen Root movie, I think. This was the very first one he ever did. And then... The main guy, I think he had gone on to do TV. George Romero's wife was in this movie, and she only acted in George's movie. She had small roles in almost all of them. And they actually gave her a little bit bigger role in this. She played the nasty nurse uh, in this movie. So basically what you got, and it starts out, Janine, uh, uh, was it Janine Triplehorn? Or no, I don't know who played that woman at the beginning. But anyways, we're seeing this life of this guy. It happens very early in the movie, what happens. You're seeing this guy... This guy was a runner. Too. He's like an Olympic training for Olympics yeah. They don't or say that he is, but you could see him. You could see his routine. And like the very first scene with him is like he's like completely naked doing these stretches on his bedroom floor, and then it jumps right into him running down the streets. But he's like the real day. He's got weights on his streets on his, uh, on his ankles. He's got and stuff. a backpack. Uh, yep, bricks in his backpack and weights on his legs. Mm-hmm. So he's huffing and. I think a German Shepherd comes out and runs at him, and he just veers left, gets nailed by a car. Oh, fuck. And they have to do an operation on him and realize he's a quadriplegic now. Oh, man. So it goes right into it. And unhappy as shit, clearly, he has the wheelchair with the uh, the mouth thing, you know, where you can, like, suck on blow the straw into and it. blow yeah. into it and do different things. And he has a laser attached to it so he can point to things that he wants. And he's, his mom hired this nasty nurse. Because everybody deserves a hot meal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so his mom comes in to... Uh, <laughs> uh, his mom comes in to kind of take care of him, but also hires that nasty nurse that takes. But what's key in this movie is I think he was in uh, Mad About You. I think he was one of Paul Reiser's friends in Mad About You. But whoever it was, it's it's this guy's friend who's actually at a lab doing experiments on these monkeys. And uh, damn, what the hell was uh, he? He was injecting them with some like experimental sermon Don't uh, do that. serum. That had uh, <laughs> different human. It's, uh, got, st- it's got part Mako Shark. <laughs> <laughs> you put Mako Shark. Why would you even do that? <laughs> Mako uh, Shark and Raptor. That's fucking hysterical, dude. <laughs> well, he's injecting it himself too. Right? I know. It's weird. He's injecting in the monkey and is making the monkey like super smart, like getting his own kind of persona. But which is cool sounding at he, first. Well, he feels like he's not like living up to his potential there at the lab, so he actually wants to get him outside the lab, not around the monkeys. So he kind of masquerades it around. Hey, I'm going to help my friend. He can help uh, him do tasks around the house with him being in a wheelchair and everything. And he brings him in there, and it's super smart. You know, it could make. He points lasers at these cards that make phone calls for him and get some stuff and there's treats attached to his uh, thing. But you realize shit's starting to get crazy when uh, he starts dreaming the dre- dreams of the monkey. And the monkey is actually escaping from the house at night through the attic and oh, running wow. through town, oh, killing shit. things, killing people. What? And, uh, 
That's he's crazy. He's having memories of it, and it's also changing his. They get like this uh, physiology. They almost had a sim- Kim symbiotic. Yeah, that's exactly right. And uh, it's changing its disposition. I'm too. mad you picked this movie because I I wanted this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk about it. Talk no, about no. What's your favorite part? My favorite part is when they incorporated the little monkey hands. They had like plastic mm-hmm. rubber monkey hands that would come in for frame and at do the stuff. front of the frame. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, it was so That's awesome, fucking dude. great. <laughs> I mean, it worked. That's it was, probably how they would look. But yeah, yeah. Man, it was great. And uh, some good. Death and the monkey scenes, has man. a knife, but when he, I think he put like saran wrap or something. Or well, that was uh, over his head. That was when he tried to kill himself at the beginning. Oh, that's at the true. very beginning that's of the right, movie, right, right. uh, his friend comes in and finds the guy in the wheelchair. He sticks his head under one of those, uh, you know, wardrobe plastic bags. Yeah, and he's he's like suffocating. If he didn't get him out of there, and they rush him to the hospital and everything, and that's when they give him the monkey and everything. But the monkey starts killing people at the house. Kills the nurse. Uh, <laughs> kills the bird. Remember, kills the oh, parrot. Yeah, the and. Uh, ki- Kills the nurse, kills the mom, throws like a hairdryer. And he's smiling while he's doing it. You know, they show his face. It's not all just monkey hands. You see him on the face going, yep, I'm throwing it in there. (laughs) I mean, those monkeys are great. They're so expressive. And they they do everything that you ask them to do. Mm -hmm. So... We need to work with the monkeys. We've had some actors that are more difficult. <laughs> because that is the monkey from Friends, right? It's oh, the same type of monkey. It's, it's He's got the same agent as Ben. Yeah. <laughs> he works, man. This guy works. We need Bart the bear and Mike the monkey. Yeah. And what was the Jed the wolf? Yeah. <laughs> got his own I IMDb guarantee page, you, man. if you Google movie agent to animals, I guarantee you there's a, there's a dude. Oh, yeah. That's number Absolutely. one. <laughs> oh, animal wranglers are a huge thing. You want cockroaches? Not even an angle, there's right? a guy for you. I, no, I mean like an agent for the people that own the animals. Well, probably. I mean, look at Lassie. Lassie was probably the first one that had agents. In well, how many episodes is that? I remember it was like crazy. It was like 700 episodes That's or something. Close. But anyway, so yeah, it was this very uh, tense uh, movie. and uh, It was a great it, horror it, movie. Yeah, It was a great horror movie. And it came all the way down to it. I mean, what's more scary than somebody who can only move his head trying to uh, to kill something that is... Because eventually it's just him and the monkey, you know? I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, he does it, but... <laughs> the monkey's name is Boo. Boo? Boo. Yeah. Boo, Bart, Jed. What was the other one? I, I don't I'm, remember. I'm sensing a trend here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one funny. syllable name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Monkey Shines. It's a hard movie to find, and it's... I love George Romero. This was probably this was his first outing with uh, Orion Pictures, and it turned out to be a disaster. It. Well, because he was always an indie director, and he, he started with Monkey Shines, and Monkey Shines was decent for him, but they they cut the shit out of his what movie. What year was this? Uh, Eighty eight. But he that was the problem he always had with the business is he would do a movie and they would cut the shit out of it, and they never did a director's cut of Monkey Shines, so we're still left with the vision. You know what? Of the this producers. movie had the weird thing of it was one of the first movies they ever showed. A guy going down on a girl. Quadriplegic. It, yeah. was, it was specifically. Yeah. It's one of the first times they ever show quadriplegic sex on. Uh, yeah. In on film, so it definitely got known for that. But remember, I, mean, the, I didn't even know if it was. But that's the first time. That's I what I heard. It. That's what I had heard. But the uh, what was great, well, what was bad for George Romero is he kind of went away from that for a little while and then came back for the dark half to do another Ryan picture, and it was yeah. the biggest disaster ever. The they, dark half was too. Yeah, they. Uh, they wouldn't let him finish the movie. They had to put like unfinished shots in the end of uh, Dark they ran out of money? because the whole company was going under. They were just having so many damn uh, problems. It was that's it was the, crazy. That's the pitch to stay in the indie realm. If you is an interesting. If you uh, can raise the money yourself, do it yourself. An interesting little 
sub story here. I had. Do you remember back in like the nineties? I remember back. I had. In the 90s. <laughs> I don't. I went to. Uh, <laughs> I went to Walden Books. And I found... <laughs> For those that don't know, they used to put books in stores. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> entire stores. Entire yeah. stores. Full of books. books. Huge stores, too. Yeah. Jesus. I found one of the most useful books. I never used it for anything. I <laughs> win friends and influence people. That's yeah. the most... It was an address book to all famous people. Oh yeah, yeah, all yeah, their yeah, yeah. all their addresses where you could write to them. You could write to their agents what? and everything. And I wrote about fifty letters to celebrities, and uh-huh. I got probably ten or fifteen autographs. I pictures. remember the book that, he used to keep a scrapbook yep. for the minute. And no I, I had tons of them. I got John Candy's autograph. Robin I, Williams. I got, uh, I got so many different people. It's, you had random people. Le- Leonard too. Nimoy, I think too. Yeah, was, I think you had Brad Dorf. There was a whole bunch of different ones, but I had written. Uh, some of them, the their secretaries, their agents yeah. would write you back, yep. and they would answer your questions and everything. And a, a lot of times, I was like, "Hey, I love your work. Maybe you can send me an autograph picture." And boom, I would get autograph pictures uh-huh. in the mail every once in a while. That's it was so awesome. crazy. But you I do remember that for your fans, man. I had they, written. They take the time. To write Stephen you King, and I got <laughs> and I got a letter from his secretary back, and I had asked about. <laughs> Pictured my script. No, yeah, right? <laughs> no, it was a huge dark half of the book. The dark yeah, half yeah. book was phenomenal. And yeah. I asked her, I said, when is the dark half movie coming out? Because I had heard it been in production and it was held up in production for like two years, maybe even three years. And she wrote back, they said, they're having problems with the production company, with Orion and everything. And they're they're going back and forth with oh, legal. So you knew about like, it before Like she's everybody. breaking it down to me like I'm uh, <laughs> doing an interview uh, for a paper and everything. I was like, holy shit. Huh. But then I was like, I, I felt that was good news. I could tell my friends, I said, you know what's going on with dark half? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> six people that yeah, knew what the was talking about. I got the, I got the inside scoop. <laughs> in case you yeah, And I know you were. Yeah, right? <laughs> you must. You want to hear my poetry? Yeah. <laughs> you really, you must. really should. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, Justin. What you got? What animal you got? All right. We're going with a fucking anaconda. Whoa. Yes. I wonder what movie this is. It's, <laughs> it's anaconda. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> you read my mind. <laughs> Not many people Get out of my head, mind. Dave. Not many people can read my mind. <laughs> great oh, cast. Yeah, great cast, man. Oh. Jennifer Lopez, um, Ice Cube. <laughs> Jenny from the Block. You what? know it. Uh, John Voight, Eric Stoltz. I know Stoltz. Paul's favorite scene, too. Shit, yeah. Oh, everybody's favorite scene. I like every scene that John Voight is in. <laughs> oh, yeah. His accent, his, his crazy Cajun oh, accent. Dude, yeah. Oh, um, calling her baby bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Owen Wilson. Uh, what? Carrie Wolver, Wolner. Um, oh, that she's a fucking scream queen. That's a, oh, she's yeah? a famous, famous horror scream queen. Jonathan she's Hyde hired for a reason. Who is uh, it? Jonathan Hyde. You'll know him there in the. You'll you know his, he's kind of a character actor. Huh. Yeah, I don't recognize him. As, he's you stump pile. Yeah, I know, right? Um, he played like a a guide in uh, the Mummy, I think. Oh, not not I Benny. know Danny Drejo. Not Benny, Let me but see the, the face other again. guy. Um, and then didn't you just say that guy? Yeah, isn't he the guy who said, "Do not open the, oh, do not read from the book"? Yeah, that, <laughs> okay, yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. Um, <laughs> well, and nice. then isn't this the guy you were just saying had like a? Yep, Frank a, Welker. That's weird. Frank. He's Welker's the voice this. of the anaconda. Oh, I should mention. Uh, Did he's it also have a the voice. voice. It, it hissed. Uh, he's also the voice, and I had mentioned it earlier that there was another movie. He's the voice of the monkey in Monkey Shines. No shit. Every time that monkey chirps, it's Frank. This Welker. guy, he's agent is the one with the animals. Uh, they call yeah, his right. ass up. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. If you look oh, you up, need a human for an animal? I can give that. Yeah, look you. up his cartoon characters. There's, there's no other than maybe Mel Blanc. There's oh, no one that has. More I can't think of a better Welker. job in the entire world. Yeah, I know. Than being a voice actor. Oh, dude, that'd be so like, great. Like if someone hears my yeah. voice, I can be pretty dynamic if I have to be. Right. 
So hire me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We are all for hire. Yes, we are all for hire. <clears throat> um, <laughs> so this group of people is going to, which is basically everyone but John Voight. Um, they're going to uh, film a documentary about this tribe that you know is heard of, but no one's ever really seen. Isn't that before. how that Green Zone movie stars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Green that Inferno. Sounds, green Inferno. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That sounds like one of those movies where they find you full of spears and. Yeah, yeah, game, it's, game it's, over. I, I'm not gonna be on I ain't that fucking with expedition. These, the locals. Oh, yeah. there might be cannibals too. Yeah, sign me up. Yeah, let's go. We'll bring a camera so oh, we can man. record. Cannibals it. scare me more than sharks and gators. Isn't that crazy? Oh, Some no. of those stories about the South African tribes. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, have you heard that one about the uh, off topic um, <laughs> about the island off of like Australia where there's like a, a they haven't had contact with the outside world, mm-hmm. but we know they're there. And like a year ago, this oh yeah, 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 yeah. Someone was came into the cove. Well, yeah, this guy paid a captain to like basically tow a kayak for him over to the point where they say like you can't go any further. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got on the fucking kayak and went and got on the beach, and they stormed the beach and fucking killed him. Yeah, but uh, that has nothing to do with anaconda. <laughs> um, it's a fun fact though. It is that scary. <laughs> Check that fact though, too. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I hold that one up right with Congo. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so they're going on this expedition, and it's this wonderful, beautiful trip down, uh, what, what's the, the Amazon River? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not sure it was beautiful. They, this movie had a very distinct tone to it, and it was Talk about sweltering. You know, everyone yeah. was sweating their balls There's off more things movie. along that stuff that could kill you there, microscopic and otherwise. Oh, absolutely, dude. I, to I, go in that water would be... Almost like critic, you got to get out of that water. Yeah. Oh God. Even if there isn't a, it happens 50 a lot less giant. Than you think I think in real life too, because I watched that naked and afraid, and they never come across like it's not like they ever they never turn the corner and there's like this brutal animal there. They but have to search forever to get food. Uh, in, where they, are they though? Everywhere, man. They Some take places them all over the world. Yeah. Right yeah. now they're in Africa. It isn't like in quotes. Brazilian no, no, jungle no, no, no. where it's in you know no this it's is in Fort Myers no it's real it, shit. it's gotten pretty bad that they I've never seen that it. they only do all stars now who who are really good at it they put the current challenge is like sixty days in like the Amazon for these two people and everyone else is on a forty day challenge and they've connected with each other but it's if crazy you know how to, to do that the, yeah you'd be good at it survival yeah. is mean, great man you, but if you gave me some practice I could probably become good at it but I gotta yeah. learn how to I mean you you, you get a Learn how to extract water from stuff. Learn how to cover yourself from exposure, and then learn how. That's to what find it is. Food, they, right? they get there. Yeah. They find shelter. They have to uh, make fire and food. That's uh, it. And avoid and getting the hurt, wildlife. Avoid yeah. getting open. And wounds. most of the time, right. it's it's almost all the times they get taken out is because they've eaten something they shouldn't. They're drinking something they shouldn't, or they've slipped, and, and they, they and they've fallen on down and cut themselves yeah. really bad. That's how they usually get out. Yeah. All right. Anaconda. Anaconda. I don't know. Uh, well, yeah. The uh, one guy ends up getting like this huge nasty wasp in his throat. Uh, oh, yeah. Stoltz. They have to get the tracheotomy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then John Voight does it. Right. Yeah. You yeah. kind of find out later on that John Voight. So they does pick it. him up off the like he's on he, the river. Right? He's, he's, he's wrecked. That's right. Yeah. Um, and, he, and you can tell immediately he's got he's there. He's got different. He's got problems. Plans. Yeah. He yeah. was there to. Yeah, track that motherfucker. Yeah, well, he, he was, was, yeah, he was he like was, Quentin, man. He, yeah. he was like Quentin. He was, he was like trying Ahab. to track down the intercom. Ahab. Or, right. Probably Ahab. Ahab is probably better because he was willing to die. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Absolutely. He was willing to let other people die. And again, Quentin, <laughs> Quentin was kind of willing to die. I mean, he destroyed That's his right. radio. And <laughs> yeah. If he had just backed off that engine, man, when the water started going into the engine, yep. he was just revving it to him hard. Yep. 
It's always one <laughs> so, thing. Anaconda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so they rescue him, and he, you know, kind of seems like an okay dude for like the first day or two. <laughs> the first twenty minutes. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I yeah. Mean, like you know, you can obviously tell. Like, okay, what's this he's guy's like, deal? He's like, he's sexist. That's check. Yeah. yeah he's no, he's creepy. Check. Yeah, he's everything at that point. Like anything negative. But he does save that he guy with the tracheotomy. Mm-hmm. So they exactly. kind of like, oh, maybe he is kind yeah. of right. But he also helpful. is responsible for that wasp going down his fucking throat. It's true. You know. It's true. But he's also <laughs> could work as a great guide for them because they really know they, they're out they're over their head yeah. you know in what they're doing down there yeah um, and so he basically tells them and like he needs their boat I mean yeah <laughs> and, ultimately and so he basically like makes a deal with them like hey listen I know where this tribe is I've seen them before so I'll take you to them if you just kind of you know <laughs> take me to where I need to go and make sure that I can get where you don't even know he's he's doing that until. At first, when they first meet him. Well, when they first meet him, he because um, they're telling him they're shooting the documentary, and so that's kind of how they start to make the gotcha. deal that they're going to let him be on the boat. Um, and yeah, sh- as a viewer, you clearly knew, yeah, that, yeah, that he yeah. was fucked. You just didn't know what his angle was, right? And, and you so, knew the title of the movie, so <laughs> yeah, um, you do the movie. And eventually, I mean, the anaconda in that movie had to have been thirty feet. I mean, oh, I mean, it was crazy CG anaconda. It was good. Yeah, it was at good. the time. Yeah. it was great, and they made him move quicker than any anaconda would ever move. But they also but had an animatronic. It was because I saw the it making was part of it. Part yeah. shark, part rabbit. <laughs> 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 oh, this thing is vicious. Um, <laughs> this yeah. guy, this anaconda did not have a name. <laughs> yeah, he did not have he, a name. He, he didn't no. have a representation. It wasn't Andy no. the anaconda. It was ILM. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so yeah, I'm. I mean, dude, this snake was fucking nasty, and just you know, the the best scene oh, of the whole movie. God, man, because at, at some point it it completely eats friggin' uh, it completely eats John Boyd, yeah, and then regurgitates him. And as he's getting regurgitated right on camera, he gives like a wink right before he falls down. It's it's amazing. I loved it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was we fun. know. It was. Fun. I, <laughs> he I tells us the every week that he loves that part. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it in the theater. I own it on DVD. It's one of those uh, flicks that is just it's, fun to watch, man. I think it's yeah, exactly. You can put it in even if you've seen it. Cool. All right, Anaconda, check it out. And there's sequels. I think there's it. Oh, there's definitely a two. There might be a three. There's three. I know. Is there? Yeah. yeah. Whose was that? <laughs> was that yours? Yeah, it was mine. Okay. Um, let's gotta go with the ferrets. Yo, I'm anxious to know what this See, is. See, I knew immediately it what it, it was. It isn't Kindergarten Cop. Cop. I mean, there's only that. two the other ferret, ferret movies. movies. <laughs> yeah, there is really only What's two. What's the other one? I don't know. Beastmaster. Oh, if you had cable TV shit. in the 80s, yeah. you saw Beastmaster so many goddamn times. So I only saw it a couple of times. What I, I would see it in bits and pieces, really? but I saw it a bunch of different times. We watched times. it a lot. Oh, my God. I was scared of it. when I, I was, There were several scenes I had to turn my head away or pull the blanket over my head. Because I watched two scenes specifically. Yeah. One, I know one scene that I did not cover my eyes for. <laughs> oh, I know a couple of them. <laughs> and, and that was what's her name running through Tanya, the water. Uh, Tanya Roberts running Tanya naked running, yeah. through the water. That was one of this the, was like a PG movie too. Yeah, they, sh- they showed a couple of scenes. I know. Of nudity in it. So we were yeah. able to watch it. If yeah. dad, mom and dad had known there was nudity in it, it's one of Don Coscarelli. Don Coscarelli is famous for Phantasm and. Uh, uh, Baba Hotep and all his weird movies, and this was one of the early ones that, yeah. he did what that year people forget. It's what like eighty two or eighty three. So Dungeons and Dragons was huge. Conan was huge. Yep. This genre was kind of huge. The the uh, Mark Singer was as huge as he was gonna be. Yeah, and uh, he did V. I guess was his other big one. 
Rip Torn was creepy. Rip Torn was, was a was creepy great. villain. They gave him creepy like a villain. vulture nose in this. One game. of the creepiest scenes is when they're in the temple yeah. and he has Conan or something, and he's so showing many. how loyal his guys are. And he just looks over at those monks that had their that looked super creepy, yeah. and they had those things around their neck that had like a, they threw it and it hit the ceiling, yeah. and then they hung themselves in like loyalty on to, command. On command. Oh wow! And then you're like. Because he was kicking babies yeah. down chutes into the temple. Oh my God. He was pulling, like, uh, remember the witches he had under his control, too. They were due That's all right. sorts of crazy well, shit for him. Mark, You find out Mark Singer was born to the queen's... Remember? They yeah, delivered they the baby and the, they took him. I wanted to cut... Him from his mother's womb and yep. brand him. And that's with what the, happened. Remember the, the sign of our the witch came in and poured this like blue liquid on the parents' throat so they yeah. couldn't move, and then telepathically moved the and they didn't cut it from her body. Remember, he moved it to the cow to the calf's stomach. Oh and wow! Then, then later on, yeah. cut it from the calf's stomach, yep. and then right when the birth happens, they ran across that one guy that became his like stepfather yep. and he killed the witch and grabbed the kid and then raised him as his own. And it was this. Crazy. Almost every scene. Every scene was weird and difficult to watch as a child. I mean, and even going back, everything was creepy, man. Yeah. I mean, you think of those bat creatures. The bat creatures is what or, scared me. Or the building of the, the slaves. Uh, those slave things that oh, they were yeah, putting yeah, the yeah, worms yeah. in their oh, ears. Oh, they're putting worms in the air. Yeah, this was a it was a disturbing PG thirteen. It should have been. R. I don't think it would get a PG thirteen nowadays. No, it, it should have gotten an R back in the day. Huh. Now, hang on. Did they make a second one of I'm these? I'm sure that was horrible. Where he went to Time like. Travel. That's the one I saw. But I never bad. saw the original. I want to talk about the animals in this movie. Yeah, yes. So there were animals well, in the Beastmaster. So as soon as as soon as Mark Singer Singer grows up, he realizes what he has to do. There's a group of people of like slaughtering uh, like tribes called the the Huns. The Huns, I, I think, or, or the Juns or Huns. I yeah, think yeah, it was. Yeah. And they destroyed his entire village except for him. Yep. So remember, he woke up and everyone's dead, including yeah, yeah, his dog. Yeah. Remember, they killed the, yeah, white, the beautiful right. white German Shepherd right. they killed. Uh, which, it didn't bother me when, as much as uh, a kid because they clearly show him breathing when he's uh, on the pile. Yeah, that's right. I remember yeah. watching it. I was like, he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, he ends up getting a pack of animals to like roam the world with <laughs> did him. Did mom so, tell you E.T. was a good alien to keep did. you from freaking out? She, did. Yeah. Yeah. she compared him to Yoda. Oh, it's like, it's like Yoda. Yoda. Yeah. Apparently, I was not afraid of Yoda. Uh, but yeah, he gathers so, so he starts this quest across the land, and he comes upon these animals. I think he falls into a pit of quicksand, which when you were a kid in the 80s, that was a oh, thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like quicksand. You ever seen quicksand? <laughs> Never. Never. You Never. ever heard about anybody that ever saw quicksand? You know why? Because nobody's ever heard of quicksand. I'll tell you what I have heard of, though, is sinkholes. Yeah. Those yeah. Are, those but, are real. Those, those are real, but I, I'm... If I, as long as I'm not dead after the initial drop, then yeah. I feel like I can get out of it. Right. Where this would... It's Mo- like movies if, like this is what made us as children think that there, there was, was quicksand. major quicksand. Yeah. Yeah. That well, was so a concern so in like never Massachusetts. Never-ending story yep. where never you put a movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And you were scared of quicksand. Yeah. That yeah. and anvils falling from the sky. <laughs> 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 I can't take credit for that joke. That's, that's some comedian. I <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the, so he meets... so. He falls in and he has this te- telepathic power, like you said, with animals where he like wills the f- these two ferrets to climb down. Not like in a slave type of way. They kind of l- want to help him because he's yeah, gonna, he, he appreciates and respects yeah. them. It, well, he uses them to steal too later on. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but he steal has them chew the branch. Tanya Roberts and I remember, <laughs> I remember freaking out when one of them got sucked under, remember? Yeah. And 
you thought one of the ferrets died. Because yeah. I like ferrets. We yeah. used to have... We had like five or six of them. At least that yeah. many. <laughs> they're not as awesome as you think, but they're great. <laughs> they're, they're, they're very just, awesome. They're the awesome to hang out with. They're just, they stink. Yeah, they stink they and they shit a lot. Yeah, you need. They need to have. They a, need to be outdoors. Yeah, outdoor, <laughs> no, no, no. outdoor ferrets. Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> anyway, so he meets <laughs> a rats. He meets a tiger that that he yep. can sick on people. They're like beating him, and he yeah. has to. He freezes. He the tiger. throws a log in, yep. and the tiger runs out. He's got an eagle. He's got an eagle that can like double for his vision. Yeah, it's so like a can, drone. It's, it's like, like his own the first drone. original oh, drone, awesome. man. Yeah. And true. it all culminates to him storming this place where they got. Tanya Roberts, they're going to yep. hold it. He even helps She's the bat slave. creatures so right. they can help him later on. You know That scene with the bat creatures creeped me out as a kid. Yeah, when you, you had to walk through their village and you saw them liquefy someone earlier. Yeah, one of the prisoners got yeah. out of his cage and it came up behind him and wrapped their wings around him and all you saw was like juice struggle. and bones. Oh, oh wow. wow. You're like, what? Wait, whoever did that, awesome. I'm sure Coscarelli, man. I'm telling it? you, yeah. Coscarelli was the man okay. back then and so. people didn't realize Beastmaster. it. Beastmaster. Yeah, it was Hell great. Yeah. Went, it was very exciting. It was like an adventure movie and it went all the way down and had a couple sad things at the end but it's very similar to turner and hooch you saw yep. the babies mm-hmm. uh ferrets at the very end and uh they did some questionable stuff i remember in the making where they actually dyed that tiger black that was like a real tiger that they just dyed black oh, and, fuck. and i have a feeling he got sick several times because of the dye they used i had heard stories about it so oh, man. i'm not sure but it's check it up but after you check up the you condo, bring up a good point because <laughs> i didn't include it any on my list but there's some well-known movie franchises and out there that have oh, yeah. harmed oh, yeah, yeah, animals yeah you gotta we're, be we're slowly finding out some horror stories from some of the original at least stuff. they're back in the day and they're not current currently they i think they've they've, they've adjusted got, their they've practices. got everybody on uh which is good sets because like i'd hate to see some no, that's that's the hurt. beauty of these these movies here that these are movies that are, for the most part are you would hope that they are all well cared for and they've done by good enough directors. Well, I'm just okay. having so much trouble getting these antlers to stick on his head. <laughs> what, well, have you tried staples? <laughs> <laughs> we would uh, never do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this next one, I'm going to go old school here. I'm going to go 1963, a well, director we should have talked about by now, but we haven't done a director's pod with him, but we will someday soon, is the great Alfred Hitchcock, 1963's The Birds. Nice. Oh, nice. Love the birds, man. This was a I great... I have to watch this again. Uh, I've only so ever good, seen man. it once. So good. But it was Probably good. been a decade. And it was a master class of tension and stress and uh, a great thriller off of something that you should not be, a scare- yeah, not be scared of. But the way they had constructed this great thing. So you've got, in this movie, you've got a lot of great actors. You've got Tippi Hedren, who's uh, Millie Griffith's mom, and uh, she was great in the Alfred Hitchcock Marnie. Rod Taylor, who was famous for uh, The Time Machine at the time. I loved him in The Time Machine. Suzanne Pluchette, who went on to do Newhart, yep. the original Newhart. She yep. was the brunette who was, was his wife. And uh, Veronica Cartwright, when she was like 10 years old, the girl from Alien that, uh, oh my God. Oh my God. When she was like 10 years old, she was in, uh, in The Birds. <laughs> and it's ever. this small town that very similar to like Cape Cod. And you got to see it. It started slow, and then it kind of built up, and they never really explained why the birds are attacking people. But you saw, like, random solo acts at the beginning. One of the more famous ones was the uh, at the gas station. Remember, it, it? the bird came out of nowhere and attacked the guy on the, on the head, just yeah. on his scalp. And he fell back, and when he fell back, the... Uh, 
gas pump fell on the ground and mm-hmm. the gas started pouring out of it and pumping. Yeah. And then you saw some guy off in the corner smoking a uh, c- cigar. And you're seeing this all from the perspective of the diner where, where Tippy Hedren and everyone is. Remember, they had that great scene where they open the window yeah. and they scream, don't, don't light that match. Don't drop that match. And then it drops and the fucking whole area explodes and everything. That was also a great... I remember watching... Remember Terror in the Isles? You had Alfred Hitchcock talking about the birds. Oh, and he yeah, used yeah. that scene as an example. And he, he calls it... And this is something that's taught... He gave on, a lot of his secrets away. Yeah, this is something that's definitely taught in film school. And it, and it should be. It's, it's very ingenious. He calls it the bomb on the bus type of uh, scenario. Where you tell the audience... You show the audience at the very beginning of the scene that there's a bomb under the bus. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you just... Forget about it. You know, you talk, uh, and his description was you talk baseball. Uh, and uh, he says it's the buildup that the audience is like driving them nuts because they, they should know something. Not, they should not be talking about uh, baseball yeah. at this point because there's something really horrible that's going to happen to them. So it just stresses <laughs> the audience out. And very similar to that scene with the gas. You know, the gas is pouring out, but the guy smoking the cigar has no clue that right. he has the instrument that will kind of destroy all the shit, and that's what happens. And it's like that power keg type situation yep. in movies, you know, when you just show something to the audience, don't mention it, but it, now we're like more... Uh, we're kind of uh, we've been cued too many. Yeah, we've times. been cued too many times <laughs> yeah. to the movie goer. You're like, oh, we're gonna that's gonna that's come back gonna to bite happen. someone. Yeah. In the yeah. ass. So, so there hey. is that situation, but it's still back in 1963. This is where that shit started happening. Yeah, when you're, uh, he's the master of suspense. And one of my just because it's used a lot, they still use it. Oh yeah, and then half the people get it. Oh the, yeah. The scene for me that I loved more than anyone, and it's a very great scene, is when Tippy Hedren is right outside the. I think it's um she's right outside the school and she's going to be meeting with suzanne plachette and she's sitting on the bench and she's like smoking a cigarette or something and she looks over and she sees like a jungle gym and she sees one bird sitting on top of it and yeah. she there's no discussion in the whole thing it's just totally silent she goes around she's looking in other places she's looking at her watch and everything and she turns back and there's three uh <laughs> birds on there yeah. and then the next time there's like 50. Oh, <laughs> shit. And then all of a sudden they start attacking her. And yeah. it's, it's one of those scenes, it's one of those things that almost becomes similar. 50 crows to, can fuck you up, man. Uh, they all hell have yeah, iron dude. will. But it, if you remember the movie, it almost becomes like The Mist or like Night of the Living Dead, where it's so bad outside that everyone has to go into the houses and they're blocking off things. There's that famous scene where she's in the attic and they don't realize the window's open and they all attack her and they do those great cuts, very similar to like Psycho, where they show her wrist, they show her arm, they show yeah. her head, and it's all. Yeah bleeding but i don't know if you remember that very end of the movie where they have to just get from the front door to the house and there's birds everywhere man and they know if they just quiet enough they might be able to make it there and they're slowly going out of town it reminds me of the scene from creep show the uh one where the uh grass is growing oh yeah, yeah, yeah. uh as they're leaving town they're talking about the rain we're gonna have a full rain forecast for the weekend so you know it's things are gonna be horrible but same old with the birds when they're driving away and there's just birds everywhere. They're like, you're like, where the hell are they going to go? You know, you <laughs> yeah. don't know how. In, th- in this movie specifically, you don't know how far it reaches to right. In some movies, some horror movies like that, they actually reveal it. Oh, it's happening all over the world. Could be. But I also love the idea that we never know why the birds are attacking. They just they just do it. Just do, yeah. yeah. If you, I mean, it's brilliant. 
show them attack somebody and now you're like yep. well i guess in this universe birds attack people i think <laughs> a lot of filmmakers are too concerned with coming up with the why things are happening i think a certain times you, you should be allowed to tell your story without explaining the why yeah i mean if, it if makes the story is good enough a lot easier. yeah if the story is good enough the <laughs> yeah. why should not matter you know it's true the birds are attacking yeah. i don't know why right <laughs> They got radiation. Yeah. <laughs> it's a full moon. Well, that it almost it, part, it almost dumps it raptor. down. <laughs> <laughs> it almost dumps it down when they, yeah, you have to shot. have the exposition of Chris Pratt saying it's a half raptor. You know? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Justin, what you got? Alrighty then. <laughs> Go with a little. Uh, I bet you really liked this movie when oh, it came out. I love this movie. <laughs> oh, I saw it in the theater several times. Me too. Yeah, yeah I owned it's it. It's probably on one of the more quotable movies ever. Yeah, you know? definitely. Uh, Ace Ventura: Pet Detective. This <laughs> <laughs> is ridiculous. Uh, Every animal uh, you can think of, and uh, <laughs> like. Sometimes, like, if I forget to, like, go and get my dog food or something yeah. like that, like, my dog will look at me and I'll be like, I have to have a dolphin in order to buy food. <laughs> I don't see a dolphin around here. Do you? Like, <laughs> it's no. funny. I have a line that I use, and it's a weird story, but uh, anytime my wife is getting, like, frisky with me and everything, I use, oh. I use the line, man, you guys sure are friendly right here. <laughs> that's, that's and I'm not sure she even knows what I'm talking uh, about, awesome. but I think it's hilarious. Oh, uh, that's good stuff, yeah. Uh, because he was he was a pretty shitty UPS driver. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or whatever. Absolutely. Is that what he was delivering for? Uh, yeah, H- or that HDS, uh, HDS, yeah, HDS, sir. And how are you this afternoon? <laughs> All righty then. Yeah, no, I know that whole first scene. By this heart. was when he just broke out. I mean, we had already we had seen, seen him in Living Color, in Living so, Color for so we saw wow, his Fireman Bill or yeah, the Fire, Fire Marshal Bill, Marshall yeah. Bill man. yeah. And uh, so we knew the craziness that he could be brought to, and yeah. this movie was just like, I mean. From beginning to end, just yeah. the Jim Carrey show, yeah, just total very slapstick physical comedian. Oh shit, man, physical, just yeah. very exhausting sometimes. Oh yeah, he's very it's like very it's Robin like Robin Williams, Williams yeah. at his like at his peak. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, it was fun. It had a lot of great people, and Sean Young was in it. Uh, Courtney Cox, wait, Tone Loke. Yeah, Tone Loke. No, uh, Courtney. Uh, yeah, Courtney Cox. Yeah, Courtney yeah. Cox. Yeah. Oh, she looked great in this movie. I the love best, the... I think the best she's ever looked was in Ace Ventura. Man, she looked hot. In yeah. I love the was Miami uh, Dolphin in there. Yeah, Dan Marino. Uh, Marino. Dan Marino. Yeah. I love the German guy. That uh, was he the one who was having the party in, that he was over there. They brought Courtney Cox. <laughs> yeah, in. yeah. I love that actor. He's in a lot of different movies, man. <laughs> God, there's so many funny parts. He was like... the main bad guy in uh, Blade. The guy that oh, I uh, see. the other guy had to kill. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, and that's one, the, yeah, what's your favorite scene from it? Jesus, dude, there's so yeah, name many. a couple of your favorites. Uh, well, like at the party, um, you know, when he says he's going to go to the bathroom because he suspects that that guy, because that guy ordered that huge tank, you know, and he goes walking across the platform and get and the fucking shark pops out and scares him and he falls in. <laughs> at the bar where he's like number one or number two. I just want to know how much time I have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, then he comes out. Uh, he comes out of the bathroom after that point. Yeah. He's just He's soaking, soaking wet, wet. Yeah. and he just goes, Woo! <laughs> do not go in there. <laughs> you know, that, oh, that. and he then... He talking out of his ass. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you can. Do you have a mint or some banaka? <laughs> like... You know, or when he's dressed up in the tutu and they're at the uh, the mental home, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh God, that was halftime." You know, go along. Like, yeah, you know, like it, it just uh, 
so many, so many funny lines and parts of that movie. He dude. became an instant star overnight. Even oh, the yeah. people that didn't see In Living Color, because there were several that didn't see it. They were like, who the fuck is this guy? Right. And why is he so insane? Yeah. Laces <laughs> out, Dan. <laughs> got him that second one. The second one was decent. It wasn't as good as the first one. No, but it no. was funny. It was funny. You know. Yeah. Call of the Wild. Is that what it was? Yeah, I love it. And then, what was The Mask came out? I did not like The Mask. Oh, I loved The yeah, Mask, I did dude. not. People yeah. didn't like it, it really like it. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was great. No, I thought it was okay. I, I definitely didn't like it. I love Dumb and Dumber. I mean, that was yeah. uh, classic, but... Uh, yeah, absolutely. He did some uh, later stuff that... Yeah. Well, there were animals in this movie. But there yeah. were certain <laughs> animals. Um, well, Spike was his monkey friend, yeah. you know? Remember, he was trying to always hide the animals from his, uh, landlord. his landlord. Yeah, Ventura. I heard scratching around in there. <laughs> yeah. You know? It was, remember, uh, the squirrels he, coming out of the, like, the, the planter's uh, nut Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Come to me, jungle friend. Yep, yep. <laughs> you know? Well, and he had the, the lock trained so yep. that when he wiggled it, he they wiggled would it. all go and, and hide, and the penguins were hiding in the fridge. Yep. Like, that was so funny. I mean, well. there was probably more animals in this movie than any uh, movie oh, we were talking about. Absolutely, yeah. dude. And a dolphin. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, and a snowflake. Miami one. <laughs> yeah. If you're into that. <laughs> Miami Dolphin. Finkel. Yeah. yeah. His Einhorn. Yeah. Einhorn is Finkel. <laughs> Finkel is her. Einhorn is a man. <laughs> Einhorn is a man. They could not do that and movie today. And they uh, play the song from yeah. the crying game. Uh, like, they would uh, never do that movie no, today. Yeah. So. <laughs> was it capsule in time, though? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dave, what do you got? This is your final. This is my this final one. one. I, saved, I saved the kitten for last. All right. As it should be. Yes. Keanu. Yes. <laughs> it's in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Now, I deal, have man. to say, I, I don't remember this movie much. I saw <laughs> it in the theater. I well, remember it was hysterical. It. We yeah. watched it yesterday. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I remember seeing the trailer and thinking... This is genius. How I've been waiting for this movie all my life. Wow. <laughs> it didn't disappoint. It was exactly like the trailer was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. so good. I, it I was would've... just like an extended Key and Peele like episode. Yeah. I loved their their show they did together. The show was we, we were talking. Some of them oh some God. of those skits hit really good. Some of them weren't some of as them much. Were like, but yeah. the, you could tell the dynamic between these two guys were just great. And I love that they played the right roles in Keanu. <laughs> yeah. Know? You needed uh Keegan to play that kind of uh, uppity that uptight, uppity like uptight. metro yeah. sexual yeah. type of guy. <laughs> yeah. That's the cutest cat I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, it's George Michael. Michael. George Michael. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. This is my jam. Yes. Oh. And the dude ends up getting the tattoo. Yeah. yeah. Oh. You told me he's not black. Yeah. Oh you told me he's not black. Oh, my God. That's the only thing I lied about. He's yeah. <laughs> Oh, and I love yeah. oh. seeing Jordan. This might be the last time we've seen him for a while. Yeah. I, he'll come back and he'll yeah, do some absolutely. comedy. But this is probably the last thing we've seen because he's so many irons in the fire right now. It's oh, not man. even funny. I'm so glad those. Guys. Twilight Zone yeah. got an Emmy nomination. The other guy's for, doing uh, some good stuff Kamal, too, isn't he? Uh, for Kamal Nanjiani. Oh yeah, yeah for that uh, Twilight Zone episode he was okay. in, which That's was really awesome. good. Nice. Uh, what's the other guy we're saying? Oh, he's doing like sit- he has a couple sitcoms. Yeah. he's doing. He has a Netflix. Uh, That's sitcom great. That I'm does. glad that he. Yeah. They both oh, those guys will always do it. They're funny. I show. thought he was one of the best things in The Predator. Oh yeah, definitely. Him and, that him oh, and really? Thomas Jane together. Yeah, really? Have great. you not seen The Predator? I have not. Oh man, I own it now, so you have to watch it. It's really good. It's. It's almost on par with number one. Really? It's second in my list of put it, favorites. Put of it the on our list. Movies. Yeah, really good. But, uh, yeah, so tell us what kind is going on. So, basically, the the what, who's who? Help me with the... Peel is... Peel is the, is the, the director. Tall, thin one. Yeah, yeah. okay, so Peel... No, no, that's the other way. Peel... Well, don't confuse Oh, them. Key, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry, Key is sorry, skinny. Right. Peel is thicker. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Thicker, Peel. Yeah. Orange. 
That's how you remember. Whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> whatever whatever so works anyways, for you, brah. Peel got broken up with, and he was kind of like depressed. And the other one was like staying home for the weekend when his wife was going off yeah. with her kid to go on a parent date with a kid out of town or somewhere. And yeah, so. Peel's wife just broke up with him. Yeah. Her girlfriend. Like devastated. Yeah. So Peel comes to the door, and there's a cat scratching at the door. Yeah. And you know this cat's backstory. He escaped from a drug deal, gone yeah. bad, and a bunch of murdering going on. And, yeah. the, mur- and the murderers are actually yeah. Key and Peel dressed, dressed up. In, dressed up. Yeah, they're like people. different characters. The Allentown yeah. boys. Yeah, the Allentown boys. <laughs> <laughs> and so the cat escapes and just picks Peel's house and scratches on the door, and he falls in love with the cat. Like, more than, more hey, than you anyone. Should. Like, everyone falls in love with it's the true. cat. It's right? true. Everybody falls. Well, yeah. yeah. At, at a certain point, like I was really reluctant to to be friends with Sammy at first for some reason. Not reluctant, but I I didn't want Minnie to get jealous. Yeah, so that happens. And yeah, uh, that happens. but yeah, now he's my buddy. Yeah, Minnie's <laughs> Minnie's more of a terror now. These are his she cats. Can't hear, she can't about. hear. Yeah, like, <laughs> I wouldn't people? be saying this. I wouldn't be saying this if she was sitting there. Yeah. So it's a movie about drug dealing and kittens and then straight laced guys getting wrapped up in this crazy scheme to get the kitten method back man. And with method man as oh, the and, bad uh, guy and Tiffany Haddish who had not become famous yet nope. now, yeah. now Tiffany Haddish is in like the every funniest part of the out there the funniest part of this whole movie was when they go to the Hollywood Hills to um, that actress's oh house oh my god Anna Faris, Anna Faris. Anna Faris. Oh playing god, Anna Faris that was what was smoking this about holy it. shit yeah well, well hold up yeah what was ingenious about this scene is you, you see them they're going on this drug deal. Method Man says, "I'll give you the cat if you go on this drug deal and you uh, and you, you hook us up." So Peel and Tiffany Haddish go into the house and they open the door and it's Anna Ferris. And what was great about it is you thought she's just playing this character, right? And she's going through the whole scene and then at some point Jordan turns to her and says, "You know, I loved you in the House Bunny." Yeah. And you're like, "Holy shit, she's playing t- uh, Anna Ferris." Yeah. And you had no clue. And then it just made what happens next even more exciting. That <laughs> she's crazy and she wants she's, she's having to do shit, crazy shit. Yeah. And pulling samurai swords, and and samurai like, swords, it. and then like gunshots, and they end up killing uh, fucking Anna Ferris, yeah. shoot her in the chest. You're yeah. like, "Holy crap!" Yeah. <laughs> uh, Can I spoil the part after that? Uh, sure. What's that part after that? You find out she's. Oh yeah. It was yeah, all yeah. set up. Yeah, it was kind she of. She was working yeah. undercover, and they're like, "We hire actors all the time." I know, right? <laughs> that was the only disappointing I, thing. I kind of like the fact that Anna Ferris was crazy. Yeah, know, right? <laughs> but meth smoking Anna Ferris. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, she's like Peel's bonding with Tiffany Haddish, and uh, Key is bonding with the other kind of thugs. And he was the first funny. time he's oh. ever got to be thug, and he played yeah. it pretty well. He loved he was it. At enjoying the club. it. Remember, yeah, he man. accidentally smokes the holy yeah. shit. And uh, because he he doesn't want to smoke the weed, and he's like, "No, man, I only I'm smoke on I'm only smoke on pipes." And some guys, "Oh, you said a pipe?" Yeah. And so he hits it. He's like, "You know that ain't weed, right?" And he's yeah. like, "Has yeah, that holy shit?" And he's like, "Oh my god, oh my god." Yeah. Oh, it, it was funny. Man. It was super yeah. funny, I, and I the really, cat was pretty adorable. If oh, you yeah. like those two guys, you're gonna like his, everything. With his gold chains, <laughs> yeah. with Method Man holding him down. Uh, Method Man was that funny. Should, that would be on my calling card if I was Method Man. <laughs> That's what I did. Yeah, that'd yeah. be great. I love Method Man. <laughs> All right, this next one. In this movie, I last one. absolutely... What's that? Yeah, last one. And last next one. one and last one. Yeah. This one deals with chimpanzees, and I absolutely love this movie when it came out. It's got its sad moments in it, but it has some adventure and just exciting stuff in it. Did it. it. It's 1987's Project X. Mm-hmm. God, I love this movie. I remember having more sadness than adventure. <laughs> no, there was some good stuff in it, man. He's I, trying to well, sneak the, them out. Well, the subject matter what's going on. So you've got... Uh, 
Matthew, Matthew Broderick. Broderick. You got Matthew Broderick, who's kind of he works for the Air Force, but he's kind of a fuck up, and because he's a fuck up, they send him to this facility where they're they're training chimpanzees. You don't quite know what they're training them for, but before that, there's a backstory on the, on the Virgil uh, monkey. So this monkey has been taught sign language and then is supposed to be sent to one facility and gets mixed up and gets sent to the Air Force facility by accident. Mm. And uh, once Matthew Brower gets there, it's, it's that great situation where he's the new guy and they're going to introduce the, him to the different He was like stuff. a husbandry, which is the one that cleans the cages and yeah, yeah. helps them get he back was getting into the, their cage. Well, he was getting the shit detail and, because he got caught yeah. with one of the lieutenant But he was, he, was re, he was interacting with the monkeys yeah. a lot and after the, what they were doing. And the monkeys started uh, signing to him and you're and you're realize he realizes this monkey's trying to talk to me and say mm. things and he's saying apple remember he's doing that whole thing with the the fist on the chin means apple and he, Did he know sign language or he, he just, didn't he, he ends up he ends up taking it or talking to the girl from mad about helen hunt yeah, yeah, yeah takes it to helen hunt and helen hunt uh explains to him what's going on but what's actually going on here is the air force is putting these chimpanzees into flight simulators uh and teaching them to fly. At one point, that's all we think is happening. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, they're just teaching these monkeys to fly. We don't right. really know why. And it actually looked kind of fun. They were in a video game, and Matthew Broderick is, is signaling to go up, and Virgil learns how to uh, fly the airplane and everything. And then halfway through the movie, you realize... It gets dark. They're actually... They are teaching them how to fly, but then they're putting them in another room. And while they're flying, they're releasing radiation to them because what they want to know is that if the Russians bomb us... We want to know how much time it's going to take our pilots to get over there and drop a bomb on them. So they need to intentionally release expose radiation, them expose them to, to see radiation, how far they could go, to see how far a pilot could go before they die. Right. And it's a very sad scene where they're showing that one. Uh, I think it was Goliath. Remember, yeah. it was that one Goliath yeah, month? Yeah. And uh, well, there's this that is a great scene movie. later. I can't watch this movie. Oh no, I yeah. think Again. I, there's a lot of fun stuff in it though. There's that one scene where they kill the, uh, the monkey, but. But remember, uh, they have to actually talk that monkey into pulling that thing out so it doesn't radiate the whole facility. That's true. But nothing is more, and I'll spoil a little bit here, because nothing is more exciting when they release all the chimpanzees. The chimpanzees are on a full camera flipping it off and everything. And they're all over the facility, so you don't know what's going on. And the guards are going nuts, and Matthew Broderick and Helen Hunt have Virgil, and Virgil's girlfriend, who, who he bonds with, and they're... They actually get into an airplane and are about to take off, and the the military comes right in front of them, forces them down, and says, and tells them to get out of the uh, airplane. And mm. not realizing that Virgil and his girlfriend uh, chimpanzee are still in there. Yeah. And as a viewer, you're like, "Oh my god, he is gonna <laughs> fucking take off!" <laughs> and that's exactly what happens. You see yeah. Matthew Broderick, and almost mm. chokes me up even think about it. Matthew Broderick puts his hand up in the air, mm. not uh, and signaling to Virgil yeah. to take off, just yeah. like he used to do in the facility. Yeah. And you see him, and the the backs to the military or to him, see so they can't. I see wonder what's if going they ever on. taught him how to land. I know. Uh, Right. Yeah. Well, that was the, that was the thing. I yeah. think uh, what you didn't see is over the hill. They <laughs> <Yeah>. didn't. Get... <laughs> no, but that was what's exciting about it is they they took off. He could still be up there today, out. man. Yeah. <laughs> well, they show him at the end. Remember, they show him in the jungle integrating with the That's other true. chimpanzees. That's true. They do so it, it's it. A, there was a lot it was a less coordinated crash landing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there was a lot less difficult things on it than there okay. were fun about it. Uh, there was some really exciting stuff in this mm-hmm. movie, man. Really I great. think I forgot they got away. At the yeah. End. No. Oh man, that <laughs> I think was, I did too. That was probably one of my most exciting <laughs> moments in movies 
was watching Matthew Broderick signal to the chimpanzee to take off. Yep. Ah, so fun. It's also a hard movie to find, though. Uh, I don't know where they play it. There's another movie called Project X, so every time I look up with it, there's like a uh, it's like a kids on uh, spring break movie called uh, Project X, and I'm like, God damn it, I have to type in Project X Matthew oh, for it to, for have it to come that. up. Yeah. Yeah. They were first. I know, they were first, man. What the hell? But... Yeah, that's exciting, man. There's so many animal movies out there that we didn't mention. Uh, a lot of great animated movies for oh, sure. Oh, for sure. For I sure, just, you, we could do I an animated one, and I could have. Oh, I could have done half the movies out there. Have Finding Nemo, in it. all yeah. those Disney movies are dealing with animals. Really, almost everyone. Almost everyone. <laughs> they at least have animals in it. So, all right, that'll be this for this week. Next week we have. Uh, we're gonna do dark comedies next week. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, it's gonna be an exciting one because there's a bunch of them I have on my list. Dark comedies. You anything didn't think that Donnie has, Darko was funny. <laughs> See, you laugh. Yeah. No, there's a lot of dark comedies out there that people don't realize are dark comedies too. Technically, Happiness is a dark Ooh, comedy. You know, true. it's weird because they they, they kind of label it as that, which is very weird that they would. But uh, it's it's. Dumb. I know one that I want to put on my list, but I have to get you to remind me what it is. Okay, and I know the plot line and okay. everything, but I can't remember. Well, the tell name. me off off. Mike I'll, here, we'll, we'll figure that one out. Well, hurry up. <laughs> well, hurry up. Before, before I, I forget, forget what I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. uh, so if you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at fascinatingwithfilms at gmail.com. You can also check us out on Facebook. Uh, that's where we put our pictures up every week. And if you can leave us a like or a comment on our uh, SoundCloud or iTunes account, that would be great. And next week, yeah, we'll be back with uh, Dark Comedies. Hell yeah. I'll be here. I'll be here. All right. So until then. See ya. Peace. Bye. All righty then.